Smoke weed every day. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't uh, advise that every day, but if you're 21, it's legal and um, do you. I don't I don't control you. It's legal in Michigan you. now. Oh, I it just is. disclosed our oh, well, everyone knows anyways. Yeah. They know we're in now, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Now, here's our precise Michigan. longitude and latitude. Let me get that right up for you. Zero, 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 <laughs> five, two, coordinates, double, eight. No. That's eight, eight. That's incorrect. Double, double, infinity. That's incorrect. Double, double, two, precise, and don't forget the files. We should have just started off You know off what I almost like said today? What? <laughs> have you ever had a Nathan's hot dog? Yeah. Oh, there's the, Do you the, think the, they're the delicious. Beef ones? Those beef yes. ones. I was at work and I was talking to somebody. I, someone was like, I was wondering about getting a hot dog or nachos for lunch. And I was like, well, the hot dogs are really good. And in my head, I was like, Nathan's. And I was like, you can't go wrong with Nathan's dong. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't say it because you should have. I, I did not want to say that at work. I mean, especially <laughs> I when it's a female it. co-worker. I'm not oh, going to say that. I didn't know it was a female. Yeah. She have thought it was, does she have a sense of humor? Yes. Then you should she have She probably would have thought it was funny, but <laughs> you can't go wrong Eat with Nathan. Eat dong every day. <laughs> Here's another thing. Ping pong every day. <laughs> Plant seeds every day. Yeah. Uh, you recording? Yeah. Are you recording? Oh, We're okay. always recording. We uh, never leave. Okay, recording. Daycare hell. Salsa buzz. Daring escapes. Cuteness overload. Farewells. All of this and more on this edition of Sequel Man, the podcast. Coming at you, not live from a toy chest in Andy's room. Two men talk about the films you care about. Or don't. It's the Sequel Men podcast, and it starts right now. All right, welcome everybody once again to another installment in Sequel Men, the podcast. We welcome our returning listeners and our new listeners. Thank you for joining us tonight, because that's when we're recording this. Uh, I am Christian, your host. I almost said my last name. We wanna, well, you guys already know who well, I am. Well, eventually <laughs> we should give our last name. I, I'm, I'm spinning here. I'm, yeah, my wheels should, are spinning. We should give, we give Joel's last name. Why don't yeah, we give our last I'm name? I'm Christian, bring it all. No <gasps> joke. That's my name. Yeah, so bring it all. And I'm Spencer King. How are you Say doing? Say my name. <laughs> <laughs> Martha. <No. laughs> your, your mom's name is Martha too? No, no my mom's name <laughs> is kidding. Julia. I'm kidding. I'm doing the whole bad <laughs> yeah. name versus. We might cover those movies. But we're, we're, the, we're the sequel men, Christian and I. And Did you say your last name? Yeah, but you talked over I'm it. I'm sorry. Do Spencer it clean. Spencer King. How are you? Good, good. King. Hey, Real quick, I just wanna, I just wanna give a brief, just a reminder, a little announcement. Tell someone you love them today, or tomorrow, or every day. Yeah. So just wanna let you know that. Hey, love you, buddy. Say it back, hey. damn it. <laughs> oh, oh, I love you, Spencer. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do better than that. All right, we're the sequel, no. man. <laughs> we're. <laughs> We, we, besides from goofing off and going off tangents and, 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 and having sidebars several throughout the episode, and we promise you at least eight, we are taking listeners on adventures through Hollywood's many film franchises, or if a movie has a sequel, it is liable for us to be covered. No, that was one of those things where I was telling you to keep going. <laughs> well, here, tighten this part up. But, um, yeah, so th- we're, we're right in the middle, smack dab in the middle. Well, toward the end, we're in the downward of our Pixar pack. 
uh, we're doing Toy Story 3 tonight, as I think Christian mentioned. I don't know if he did, but we're in the middle of Toy Story. And to a lot of people, myself included, this is the conclusion of my Toy Story and I'll explain why in the next episode. Yeah, I and I'm not gonna yeah. I'm not gonna take a dump on the next one, but I'm just gonna I'll save all judgment for when I see it again and when we talk about it next week. But yes, Toy Story three and oh man, I was watching it at I watched two times, once for taking notes and once just to watch it. And the first time when I was just sitting there watching it, ah, uh, I I was on the I was welling up my eyes almost the entire time just because there was no point in this movie it wasn't as like fun and as happy as i remember like no, it's kind of sad the entire it, way it? through like because it's a farewell they th- they probably thought this was gonna be how they ended it and it's how they should have ended it but so so that's what it was like like it was the end of an era it was this was a big like on a personal level for me it came out the year that I was graduating from high school and going into college, much like Andy. So I had that. I was going into my senior year. Right. So, I mean, yeah. So we're the same. You, well, we grew up with Andy, basically. We did. So every every step of the way that we saw with him, that's where I was at. That's where we were at. Like that exact same. And I had all the toys. Well, not all of them. I had a slinky dog. Uh, Mr. Potato Head. I had a Woody uh, toy. I had a Woody toy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and, You're and, really uh, excited for this yeah, movie, weren't you? I had a couple buzzes. I never... You had a buzz <laughs> and a Woody? Good grief. At the same time. No, I had a Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a Buzz man. Lightyear. I never had like the Lightbeer? real one, like the good one, like yeah. a couple of my friends had. I think and I, I just had... Try to steal how it. big was... <laughs> How big, how big was my Woody? How big Regular was your size. Buzz? <laughs> I don't know. Was your buzz? Like was about three this beers. Tall. Oh, you mean the action figure? Yeah, the action. No, figure. No, I didn't have the. You're the action showing, figure. You're showing about two feet. I I only had like a little a mini. I didn't even have a good good one. I never got one. So you had. I might the, look on Amazon. You had the little Happy Meal one, like in the, the yes, short. Yes, but I also <laughs> had. No, I did. I had a couple little ones, but I had a regular size Woody doll. And Slinky, and I think the Slinky dog was my favorite. It was so. I cool. didn't. I never had a Slinky. Oh, it was awesome. Unsadly. Look it up, or don't look it up. Get it on. Unsadly. I bet you can find it. I bet but, you can, but it's probably like two hundred bucks. Nah, I doubt it's that. He wasn't the most popular, but it was very. I I loved those toys, and they much like they got Andy through his childhood and early adulthood. They. I don't want to say they got me through, like I wasn't going through hard times, but they entertained me. Like they, I grew up with those toys through Andy, through these movies. Mm-hmm. So they, they, all of them hold a very special place in my heart. As I told you, Toy Story was the very first movie I ever saw in theaters. Right. So each of these, I was just like, oh, yeah. oh, oh I mean, yeah. You saw, first movie you ever saw in theaters. This is one of the movies I like, not Toy Story 3, but kind of already said this in the last couple episodes but watching the vhs tape over mm-hmm. and over again and i had a woody doll and mm-hmm. the buzz and all that it was something kids like young boys our age back then we were fans of that movie pretty much yeah i mean i don't know if my friends had a buzz or a woody doll dolls but i did i liked the movie my all my sisters liked it too yeah, they're great. Uh, and we watch it all the time. They're and not just for I kids. I don't think I ever saw it in theater. I cannot remember if I did. 
I think I saw it on the little 4x3 tube TV first. Nice. But I th- I've seen every Toy Story movie I did in see theaters. Monsters, Inc. in theater. Oh, man, that was a good one. Too. I don't know if I saw the second one in theater. I do not remember. I just don't. I've seen most Pixar movies in theaters. Not. Oh, well, do you want a fucking medal? <laughs> yes, Whoa. please. <laughs> I don't know what Jeez. came over me. <laughs> like Buzz. I don't know what came in me. <laughs> I came in you? No. <coughs> Interesting I don't choice. know what. I, On cu- that no. note, should we just get in? Oh, <clears throat> uh, another real cool. How we're going to be doing is just going act by act, scene by scene, kind of. <laughs> And at the very end, on our wrap-up show, we're going to do reveal our Finn score, which I'm th- sure you've heard of. We're working, we're reworking the criteria for that. It's not just going to be a numbers game anymore. It's going to be the same for every movie, so math can't, can't determine which franchises are better. This isn't Moneyball. So we're, we're going to be doing it on, on, on five different criteria, which I will... I'm going to... We're working... We're, it's not set in stone... So we're going to reveal even our criteria in the wrap-up for this one. And then you'll know going forward. So, Toy Story 3. Toy Story 3. Toy Story 3. A special film. Very special. Very, very, very well made. And the Mm. animation is even more incredible than it was in Toy Story 2. And this is 10 years, 11 years after Toy Story 2 came out. Mm -hmm. I do like how they followed... And that might have been a deliberate choice, a deliberate choice by oh, the instead filmmakers. Instead of just making it right after. Instead yeah. of making it right after, waiting till the right time when all the kids who watched these films growing up were the appropriate age, yeah. going out of high school into college to make it that much more of an impactful experience. That had to be. It was a love letter is what it was it's almost to like, the fans. Did they like dodge the question for years then? If people were like, when are you going to come out with Toy Story 3? Well, they were probably Well, we're waiting that. for the right story. And they were and they nailed it. They did. Like, this one was this nominated for it. not just Best <clears throat> Animated Feature Oscar. It was nominated for Best Picture, the highest award in the Oscars, Best Picture. And it, it was nominated for And for good Was reason, it nominated for it? It was. It was nominated. didn't win. <laughs> I can't remember what won that year. Maybe Argo did. Argo? I don't I know. I thought you were talking. Oh, okay. Yeah, Best Picture. I that's do when they know upped now. the. That's when they increased the number of... Best Picture nominees to like ten. Yeah, probably. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look and see what won. It, oh, it won two Oscars. It I haven't won done best this for any other feature. Oh yeah, probably going away. Obviously. And then Best Achievement in Music Written for a Motion Picture right? Original Song We Belong Together by really? Randy Newman. We belong together. <laughs> is that we the, belong together. Yes, we do. Is that the song? That's what the year, song. What year? 2011. I'm going to see what it was up against. And I'll you know, tell we you make a lot of fun won. of Randy Newman, but he really is a phenomenal yes. musician, songwriter, and uh, composer. He, he composed Marriage Story. The Did score he? to Marriage Story. I didn't hear his voice anywhere. No. <laughs> Can you imagine how inappropriate that would be? <laughs> You're throwing punches at the wall. <laughs> Adam Driver. Dude, at Shannon the and Colorin. <laughs> <laughs> With uh, the black window. <laughs> I didn't know what you were saying, bro. I wanna I wanna know. I wanna know what the best picture. Can you show me? I'm trying. <laughs> That's a Tarzan. The King's no. speech won that year. I never saw that. You never saw the King's speech? No. Um, but Tarzan? I think Toy Story 3 is better. 
having never seen it. Well, okay, everyone's entitled just, to their wrong opinions. You're wrong. Let's get into no, it. No, Colonel Sanders, you're wrong. <laughs> Mama's right. Act one. Another masterful opening. Following the theme of it starts with a scenario where the toys <clears> are either in a playtime scenario or it's it's a it's a not real life. Oh, it it's and a it's, parallel ring theory. Ding ding ding. Hold on, let me take my shot. Yeah, take your. Um, my notes are gone. They just disappeared. I'm sorry. They, like my screen is black. Like my my cursor's here. What happened? I don't know. Where is it? Hey. <laughs> I don't, it's gone. Oh, we're back. No, we're not. We're back. Okay. So it's a it's a western. It's a okay. western, and what it is? <laughs> we're, to... we're in a western. We're in Buzz and Woody and Jesse are on Bullseye, and the, nope. One-eyed Bart, aka Mr. Potato Head, is robbing a train. And the dialogue. This is like the the. It's the it's the fully realized yes. what you see in your head version of pretty much what is the beginning of Toy Story, the original. Yes, Andy's imagination with some added. Because obviously and Jesse's it integrates there the new characters there. from Toy Story 2 yes. really well. But the dialogue is almost the same. And and it's this big tr- chase scene and there's a train full of trolls. And, and they don't save it in time and it, it falls off the train tracks. And you're like, no, the trolls, the orphans. And then the orphans like you're to the rescue and he's <laughs> flying. And they it's. You're Buzz to save the day, and then Jesse and Woody and Bullseye and Buzz are all fighting One-Eyed Bart, and then they he gets you get the line, "I got my attack dog with a built-in force field," and you get big and Slinky then with Slink a force comes field. down with a cool sound effect of like, yeah. like, yeah. like if you're like plucking a metal wire is what it sounds like, kind yeah. of. Yeah, and then we get. Well, I got a dinosaur who eats forest field dogs, and you get giant Rex. You get and giant Rex with <laughs> Jurassic Park T Rex sound effect. Yes, and it's amazing. Which is a great. Recall but that. then you get evil Doctor <clears throat> Porkchop coming in, and and One Eyed Bart and One Eyed Betty, Mrs. Potato Head, they flee. They One-Eyed flee the Betty. scene, and it's death by monkeys. And this is really cool because. Evil Dr. Porkchop drops a atom bomb of monkeys, and the mushroom cloud is the red little monkeys, and it's really cool. And we don't know who lives and who dies because then we're back in Andy's room through the lens of a home video camera by his mom. And we get little Andy with a voice that is not his voice from the original, and it took me out of it a little bit. I don't... They well, it is different, it, but... Because he's younger. They couldn't use the same guy. I think the original Andy is older Is the voice Andy. of... Yes, he is. Yeah. They brought him back. And <clears throat> and it's just this this really cool... This montage of Andy and his toys through the years and Andy's sister and, and growing up. And we're just seeing these toys grow up. So after this montage, the toys are in the toy box and it's a really sad, gloomy... It is it's really. It's just a rough day because they're not being played with anymore, and they haven't been for quite some time. Yeah, I don't like we. Yeah, they they've been in there because I mean he doesn't play with them since middle school or anything. He's seventeen, I mean, so they're hatching a plan though. It's Operation Op Operation Playtime. You were shaking. I thought maybe it did it again. We're, we're Operation Playtime, and that's where they Rex has a phone, Andy's cell phone, and then Woody calls on the house phone. And it rings. So I think then, it's funny that 
to get Andy to get <laughs> his sorry. cell phone. And I'm trying the to, toy I'm box. trying to recreate what we Don't had. Don't recreate. Damn it. We'll just get through this part and this... then we'll we'll go deep. Um, we, Andy gets Rex because he wants to get his phone that is ringing in the toy box, and Rex is just like he 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 held me. He actually held me, which brings <laughs> me to my character spotlight number one. Number one. Number one. So you have two of them. In I this one? have more than one. You <laughs> okay? Rex, baby. Rex is one of the OGs. He's provided us with anxiety, laughter, heroics on accident, and the occasional good idea. And even though he gets his big arc in TS2, he's still a key member of the franchise. He's gone from a self-doubting dinosaur without a good roar to a self-doubting dinosaur with a roar and a little confidence by the end of this film. He's also provided at least three of my most rewound moments of the franchise. So here's to you, Rex. You're, you're going to get your moment. You've seen the Jurassic Park movies. You've seen the sci-fi original movies with dinosaur disasters. You've even seen a pastor that can turn into a dinosaur. But nothing can compete with the classic Rex figurine... He's got everything a dino head could want. A big, welcoming smile, pristine green skin, movable arms, head, and tail. No toy set is complete without your very own Rex figure. For those playtimes that require a little extra muscle, Rex is one of the most durable and reliable toys on the market. Although now considered to be a classic, his value is only going up. Made from the world's best plastic, and some say real dinosaur fossils, he is the do-it-all-for-you toy you've been waiting for. When in doubt, call on the dominant predator that is Rex. Sold by Mattel. Well, not actually from Mattel, but a smaller company that was purchased by Mattel in a leverage buyout. <laughs> That's character spotlight number one. Is that Rex the line from moment. Toy Story 1? Uh-huh, and you'll see a theme. So Andy's in the process one of packing, thing. and he's going to college. He's 17. One thing. What? <laughs> <laughs> Thank go. He points at me. I like how in the the, the flashback video you see uh, him marking the wall. And oh, you the see heights. Sl- Slink's yeah. butt. Yeah, that was one of them. It's cute. That I I actually wrote that down. So I I, I felt compelled mm-hmm. to me say too. that. Also, another thing is I think it's funny that the phone number is written on Buzz's communicator oh, yeah. swatch. Yeah, where his he flips it up and you got uh, Andy's phone number. That's a cool little detail. And another cool little detail is the toys are noticeably, like, there's noticeable, noticeable wear and tear on them. Like I didn't Slinky's, notice any of them. Slinky's ears. Now, I personally owned a Slinky doll, toy dog, and it was it was legit. It was an actual Slinky. It was a dog. It had a little, it was just real. And the, the ears are leather, so that's how I know that his ears are leather in the movie. And the tips of them are, like, a lighter brown where they've been worn. And, like, um, Rex the white paint on his chest and his neck area is like wearing off and you can like see the green through it and like buzz is a little scratched up they're all i mean they're older i mean they're, they're old older toys. Than, yeah woody's like a hundred years old at this point <laughs> really and he looks the best it's <laughs> it's weird well it's because he got a little cleanup life, job from toy story yeah too. 10 years ago but uh andy we learn is 17 uh they didn't think their plan to to get played with was really going to work he's He's getting ready to go off to college. So Woody calls one last staff meeting 
And he says, Slink, get everybody. And Slinky's like, Woody, this is everybody. And it, mm. it, it is. There's, there's the originals, you know, Rex, the Potato Heads, Jesse, Bullseye, Buzz, Ham, and Rex, I think I already said. I don't know. Yeah. But, like, that's yeah. it. Well, wha- no. They're the Woody, ones that have Buzz, stood the test of time. Mr. Miss Potato Head, Ham. I'm, we missed him. Uh, and everybody else. Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Bullseye. And Boom. Prospector. Oh, wait, no. He's ah, gone. <laughs> the so army men, Woody, the little army guys. Woody and there. Buzz, they're, they decide, you know what? We're calling it quits. We're... We're not getting played with. It's time for us to move on. And they knew this was coming. Attic. They knew it was coming. Yeah, but it's still really sad. This was the first moment that got me. Like this is kind of a bummer movie. Like this, this is the end of an era essentially. And you you see it. The Green Army men, who he the leader, the sergeant is still voiced by what's his name? Arlie Ernie. Yeah, I believe. And he said, in any time this line is ever said in a movie, a sports movie, war movie, any movie, when he says, it's been an honor serving with you, and then he salutes and goes, that always gets well, it's me. A, and it's just that final kind of feeling to it. Yeah, like it's been an honor, but our time is up. The Green Army men are the first ones to go usually. We're just going to get ahead of that right now. And yeah. They parachute out. And by I the love way, how they fly out the window. Like yeah, there's no breeze. wind. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> and, and, they and, would just fall. And there's, the, the, I had those, and they are the first ones to go because they suck. You can't move them at all. You set it. I, just go. <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> but the the parachute ones never ever worked like that, and it real pissed me off that they showed it working in this movie, and they don't work like that. Well, again, you, drop you them have to balcony, suspend go, your Bruh. disbelief. I'm not. And like I said, this is a. Uh, this is a natural progression from the second movie because it actually begins where the second left off with that whole whole thing in the second movie was like Andy's going to college, Andy's not going to be here forever. He's going to be going getting married, going on his honeymoon and he's going to get college. Who how long is he going to keep playing with you? Woody? I mean, a s- and now they finally hit that point and they've actually prepared for it. Operation Attic. Like they're actually fine with it too. Like that, that's the the life cycle of a toy. I mean, they're not super thrilled. Woody tries to hype them up though. Like the attic toys, the Christmas the Christmas ornaments are there. There's a TV. There's board there's games. Books. Books. Everybody's like, <laughs> fuck books. No, they're more <laughs> upset about the Christmas decorations. Yeah, like, um, yeah they're okay. <laughs> no, but they can be fun. They yeah. know how to have a good time. <laughs> sure they do. They yeah, know they they're do. rocking around the Christmas tree up there. Christmas parties, am I right? And <laughs> drinking the eggnog. And- yeah. Oh, this is where Woody sees a picture of Andy as a little kid that um I have a problem with because Andy has a picture of himself as a kid with his toys in his own room, not with it like his sister, not a family photo, just him with his toys. <laughs> I don't think Get that's creepy. I didn't yourself. think it was creepy in the moment. I thought it was just him having a treasured moment from his childhood. And it could be even his mom put the picture there. We don't know. But she, he did. He did. Oh, mom, you did. Had a picture you took. I don't put it in my room. It's, it's something that brings you back. 
It's that's, something that brings you back. It's, it's a fond weird. memory. It's I don't, weird. I didn't think it was weird at the it's moment. Weird. Maybe it's the purpose in the movie is to Your remind purpose. the viewer how this relationship between Andy and his toys is I mean, it is, is so but special. we got that in the beginning montage of that's his mom true. filming that's it true. in the first okay. two movies. You have a good point there, I admit. But this part, this next little bit is where it really started to sink in to me, like the emotional impact this movie was going to have on me. This is where I first kind of got a little teary-eyed, I'm not going to lie. The whole movie, I was. I was fighting back. The entire movie. I'll just be honest. But, because at the time this movie came out, was, I was in Andy's shoes. Like, I was going off to college. I had grown up with him and with these toys. And it was now, like, I was relating to him directly. Mom is like, hey, you need to pack for college you have a bunch of things that you need to decide are you going to get rid of them donate them trash them or put them in the attic like those toys and he's being you think he's being a typical teenager like yeah i'll get to it whatever mom but he's it's it's deeper than that it's once you get rid of these toys a, like your childhood officially is done and he's kept the the og crew for as long as he can, just holding on to that little bit of childhood that he, he might still have left. And of course, he's not going to ever play with them, but just knowing that they're there, it, it, it it's almost like a it provides security for him. Because he probably doesn't have any friends outside of these stories, let's be honest. No, oh. but <laughs> I'm just kidding. He, what do you mean? He had a bunch of friends over for his birthday. Who sit, yeah, 10 years ago. I mean, his best friend is the guy that got him those bed sheets. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. But it <laughs> once, and here's the thing, and I do this even to this day. There's certain stuff that I know, like I have a, my, my toy lightsaber that I've had since 99. I'm yeah. never going to get rid of that because it's sentimental value. Like I, I'm never going to reenact a scenario, at least not by myself. Maybe when my son grows up, I'll get him one and we'll, we'll fight. I, well, I actually have a Vader one, too. That I, there you go. I stole from a camp oh, counselor. Oh, nice going. You steal things, yeah. and that's a good lesson to teach to your son, isn't it, Spencer? I found I it. stole this lightsaber from <laughs> another counselor. I, I did. <laughs> and I taught some kids how to do that at camp. It was awesome. but. And then I told him, will you just leave me alone? <laughs> <laughs> I did. No, but but on a, on a, on a deep level here, it, if he starts to pack his toys and put them away, that forces him into reality like as long as he can put it off it's okay i'm I, i'm not i don't have responsibilities and as long as i keep these toys and just don't do the packing that my mom wants me to do i can pretend that i'm not becoming an adult and entering this whole new stage that i'm terrified of in yeah. life and that's what I did going it, into college that's what you did probably it's like beyond that even you or me where you sent me a message earlier today talking to me about this yeah, and you mentioned that it's showing that he doesn't not even just about the toys but just the procrastination of it and that might be with anything like what you well, were talking about with moving on from anything like moving out having an end of an end an era of your life coming to an end with something like a physical moving yes and as long as you can hold on you put off to just one thing like i'll okay yeah these toys i'll We'll move on from this or, oh, this thing that I don't have. But I've had this since I was like four years old. I, if I just hold on to this, you can have everything else, but not this one thing. Because then there's still 
a little bit of denial and a little bit of comfort that I have. And I don't have to fully move on yet. It's like when, when this is, it's, it's on a, a darker ish level, more, you know, serious emotional, but like if, um, like a parent or grandparent dies hmm. and you're go you're, you play the game with yourself where you go through your phone contacts and you get to their oh. name and you're like, do I just move on? And delete it, and you know you cannot call them anymore. I and thought they you were going to like voicemails, just well, to that hear too. their voice. That too. I'm not, those I wouldn't delete, but like the actual contact, you're scrolling through, and you're like, I, I'm never gonna this. I can't call this person anymore because they're not here, and they can't call me. But just the fact that maybe I can, it's I, I can, den- I, yes, I can deny that they're gone if I just keep that contact right. information, mm-hmm. but you gotta, it, even that you gotta move, you gotta move on and it, you're not deleting them from your life, but you're, you're moving they're, on to the gotta, next phase yeah. and you're, you're, you're not having that false sense of, well, they're not, you can't, it's you have to taking move on. the step, taking the step, taking forward. the step. Yes. And the hero's journey. And, yeah. <laughs> okay. Are we doing that this no, time? No, There's no, a little no, bit of it. No, okay. No, no, no. You got me started here. But no, because, but yeah, going go off of the, what you're talking about, the sentimentality of it, like holding on to your lightsaber and for all that time, like the 1999 green Obi Qui-Gon Jinn, I had toys in this movie, these movies, watching back these movies have gotten me thinking about how I should have taken better care of my toys. Oh yeah. And like, honest, obviously they don't come to life or anything, but, but I you know wish, of. I wish that I had taken better care of them and had them to, to, you know, give down to my children, hand down to my children someday. And like my bionicle bag, I had a bunch of parts in that. I had the toys from little so- small soldiers, the army man, oh, yeah. uh, Tommy Lee Jones and the Garganite guy. I am Gorgon, leader of the Gorgonites, whatever. No, his name was... I had uh, both... Oh, I don't remember his name. Archer. Archer. I had him and the he other guy. Awesome. Uh, I had Buzz and I had Woody, as I said. I had a bunch of other stuff. But uh, I wish I would have hold on, held on to those and took care of those better. I had a Woody. kept track of them. Doll. I still have... <laughs> you already made that joke. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't, oh. I don't think. <laughs> Oh, I, maybe I don't know. It was so long ago, <laughs> in no, a but, galaxy. No, but yeah, the yeah. Longer... There's sentimentality with that. I loved Bionicles when I was a kid. Yeah, I loved the storyline too. Even to this day, it's really deep, actually, but a little too deep for Lego product. But yeah. it's fun. It's fun. They were it fun to fun. build, and I love the oh, theme yeah, and all sure. that. But this is a not that show. So I wish I still had my Legos. I wish I still had my PlayStation and all those games that I thought at the time I'm never gonna fucking well. I wish I could. Yeah. Play Did you it ever now. play Harry Potter PS1? I had the first one and I think the second one. I still have it, but uh, it doesn't work. Oh, I think it's too scratched up. Maybe Toy it has Story some two. disc rot. I might disc rot. That Put might be the case. on it, fill in the scratches. Oh, it actually works sometimes. Does it? I'll have to yeah. try that. But just just it, it we'll move on, but essentially what he's doing, he's not being the typical teen. He's not procrastinating because he doesn't want to do it. He's procrastinating because he's holding on to his childhood just as long as he can, the last mm-hmm. possible second. Like when I saved the marshmallows for last in Lucky Charms. You know, yeah. something's, I can still look for and I don't want to eat the last piece because then it's over. The luck is over. Mm-hmm. You're, you're shit out of luck. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, and it's it's a sad, it's sad because like I said, at the same time as he was doing this, I was going <laughs> through it too. 
Yeah. And you don't want to accept it. That's what it comes down to. You don't I mean, want to accept yeah. it. You were going into college. Yeah. I was getting out of high school. It's we might be repeating ourselves with that, but it's that mean it's yeah, we it's, can move it on. means something. So Andy finally does Oh, another thing. He calls him junk. Yeah, because well, Molly, because she comes in and is like asking mom about something, and then she notices his toy chest, and she's like, what, 12 or 13 at this time? Yeah, she's got earbuds in. She's got, oh, I'm cool. No, better than Frankenface that she had in Toy Story 1. Scary zombie look. Well, not zombie, but just that animation. Woof. Buzz's girlfriend. Woof. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That was a guy in that picture, by the way. Yes, because they felt bad. They would they the filmmaker for Home Alone. Uh, the picture sits <laughs> uh, sidebar. Of, yes, our first of many. The picture of Buzz's girlfriend is a boy that they made look like a girl because they felt bad. They didn't want to make fun of an actual girl for Mom, being yeah. that ugly. So as a guy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, she comes in. She sees her to- his toy chest, and she's like, "Why do you hold? What are all these toys? Like, what? get out of it, Molly! Get out of it, Molly!" And what you were saying earlier, and it has more to that. What you were saying, he earlier. calls him junk. He calls him junk because his mom says, uh, "What do you donate want? him?" Yeah, donate him. Like, Why don't you donate him? Want this junk? And he says right. that not because he believes it. He says that because then he has an excuse to keep them. And he yeah. doesn't have to let go. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, nobody else is going to... And he's he's covering for himself. Like, oh, right. okay, now I can keep them and they're not going to question me. Now, the thing about that is, and this is going to be a theme throughout the whole movie yeah. coming in with Lotso later, is that he doesn't understand the impact of his comment on the toys because, of course, he doesn't know that they have a conscious. He doesn't know that they come alive and that they're hearing everything that right. he says. Andy doesn't. He, yeah, Andy doesn't. He calls them junk. They hear every word of it. And they think, they think like, oh, they, he just called us junk. He doesn't care about us anymore. That's what they're thinking. But he didn't right. mean it that way. He meant it exactly how you said it. Yes. Like it's an excuse. And so he puts him in a trash bag and he's taking him up to the attic. But then Molly needs some help. So he drops the bag and helps her and leaves the bag. Mom no, it's all Molly's fault too. It is. Mom thinks the trash bag full of toys in a trash bag is trash. And this brings up my... <laughs> My the part I laughed at the most. My my wife and at the time her roommate. This was in college. We were watching this, the three of us, and we're all very close. We're still close with her. Amy, if you're listening, which I know you're not, but we fucking please listen to our podcast. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, a real nice way of asking. Yeah, she, it's an insane. But this is our inside joke: is when he, when he, the way Woody says. Like, that's not trash. That's not trash. We die yeah, just because of yeah. how he says it. You told me that before, and I was yes. thinking of that when I was watching And so it. we still will quote that whenever it, it applies, like when we're all hanging out. <laughs> Throwing away the last cookie. Yeah, that's, that's not that's trash. Not, that's that, not trash. And it's so it's such a fun little inside thing that the three of us have, and it's beautiful, and it's glorious. But he employs the help of Buster, but yikes. Buster, Buster. did not. I mean, he's what, Buster's years looking old. busted, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he's ten, he's 10 years old, man. Yeah. 11 year old dog. He rolls over on Woody. And here's the other funny part when he, you only see his arms and he's yeah. trying to get back out from underneath Buster. Buster. No. <laughs> he's just pulling the fat and he pulls his cheek or his jowls and he, Buster's like, I don't fucking get up. Get off. I'm not moving. Come on. Give me some Cheetos, I guess. Uh, uh, Buster, come. 
And he just kind of waddles in. But then you get the classic. It's that you a total get this, opposite of Toy Story yes, 2. You get the exact same thing that you get in every Toy Story movie. Theory. Yeah. <laughs> Woody goes on the classic window. He jumps out the window rescue mission, slides down the side of the house on the drain thing. And and he thinks he 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 misses the toys. Oh, yeah. Because he opens the two bags and it's real trash. Uh, cameo, Sid, Sid is Phillips. the garbage man, and he's Sid loving Phillips his life. here, putting the garbage in the <laughs> garbage truck. What if he just said that? No. I wish Sid and Andy oh, would have had a oh, moment. wait. I wish Sid and Andy would have had a moment. That like, would have been funny, but you know, or cool, rather, but you know what would have been funny? What? Is if Sid was throwing the garbage away and he saw the toys in the bag. <laughs> just started freaking out. And he started getting No, 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 I can't. no, or not even the toys, but Woody's like running over to garbage bags. <laughs> and he to, sees him? To, and he sees Woody on the sidewalk. He's like, <laughs> fuck this. Guys, go. We're going. This is recycling. We got to go. Go, go, go. <laughs> that What's wrong? Nothing. Nothing. That would have been a funny moment. Oh, I, hey. Um, I'm going to come back to it because I have a cool thing that I wish had happened. But did you notice the eight ball? Yes. Molly, Molly has, has it. it. That eight ball has survived the test of time in these films. Because Behind we all the go dresser. through the phases. We all have had one. You had one. Right? I didn't have an eight ball. I had But one. I always wanted one. I thought they were really cool and I fun. got one from a yard sale once and it was a dream come true. Guess what? Played with it for a day. <laughs> but you'd always hey it's it, like when you get a new game and you beat it once and you yeah. shelve it for well but this this eight ball is you ever you always go th- and you never throw them away because you're like hey it'll make me feel better i'll just ask because the eight ball is god to you you got like should i ask jennifer to the dance and it's outlook doubtful and you're like no 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 i, I want a yes or a no and then you better shake it again next time and then you you shake it again and it's no uh, uh, don't count on it. Like, what do you mean? I don't mean, count. on I don't think it. you've I'm ever played you, with one because you can't even figure out what they say. It's don't count on it. And I'm like, listen, you bitch. I'm li- I'm <laughs> asking you a yes or no question. Wow. Say yes or no. Should I ask her? I didn't ask what she would say. I asked if I should ask her. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> it's like the, the trash. it's like the magic conch. Except uh, yeah, it's I'm not more. familiar with it. You've I never know, seen I know, that episode yes, of SpongeBob? but I don't remember that specific. I didn't Ooh, watch SpongeBob. Ooh, we could do SpongeBob. the SpongeBob movies. That'd be fun. Yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> it's like yeah, DJ from The Last Jedi. Who? Maybe. Who? <laughs> DJ Benicio. Oh. DJ! No. Anyway, I just the, can I have this super delicious yummy sandwich? Yes. I mean, this has happened. This, this happens Bob. before, but Squidward's he asked, Can Squidward have this super delicious yummy look at sandwich? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it has an attitude in it. I wish an eight ball I wish it had talked. We're, no, we're this eight ball though, last thing, it stays behind the dresser. It makes it to the top of the shelf where it's broken or something. And then Molly has it. It I don't it's had a long life, shelf I think life. It, I think it literally, <laughs> literally I think it makes it to donation though. It doesn't get thrown away. Why don't Barbie. they make a a sidebar movie called Shelf Life? A little Pixar short. Yeah. Toys in the I mean, shelf. They're doing like one a, about <gasps> peep. They're doing like one a recovery, about peep. like a lower like a like a uh, a support group. Oh, well, shelved. That's yeah, what they're but called. they already Toy did Story. that in the little, the little Buzz movie, the little Buzz short, the Happy Meal toy with the support I group of the abandoned Happy Meal toys. Oh yeah, but this could be different. <laughs> shelved the Toy Story story. Well, <laughs> Funky Monk. <laughs> yeah, there like, were so many of them. I don't remember them. Anyway. That was a fun little one. But so anyway. 
Woody tries to convince the guys because like, they escape. They escape and they're uh, Jesse. And he's like, they Jesse were has the you. idea. Oh yeah, let's go to Sunnyside. Daycare. Yeah. We'll get played we'll with there. We'll get played with there. Uh, Andy doesn't want us. He called us junk. We're gonna jump into the Sunnyside donations and go get played with by all the kids. And what you were saying, continue. I'm sorry. Yeah, Woody's like, guys, he was putting you in the attic. No, <laughs> he wasn't throwing you <laughs> away. And like, so later. why? Why are we? Well, why are we on the? We were on the curb, and he's like, you. I like how Are he you says joking? It. Because I literally just said it was an accident. Mom thought you were, were trash, and then Hammer, Mr. Potato, was like, because we were in a trash bag. And he's like, I know. Shut up. Listen he to me. He doesn't say that. No. Well, the thing about it you is, gotta why don't me. they trust him? Right. He's been right all these other times, except for the one time he had Buzz's arm. But even still, well, Buzz that was, was there. That was before he had his transformative moment. Yes, but he's never lied to them about that. Like, all of a sudden, no. now they don't. He, they don't trust him in this moment, but <laughs> and it's really annoying. I get a, we get the sarcastic Woody that we didn't see as much yeah. in Toy Story Two with the, I told you he was putting you in the attic, like <laughs> right. But uh, and and Jesse's like, calm down. You didn't. He just said we were junk. Okay. He called he us junk, Woody. You can't come back from that. But uh, we're gonna get played with at this place, and we're going. The door gets closed, and Woody. Is trapped there with him. He's like, I guess I'm riding this out. So mom drops off the toys at oh, Sunnyside. Great. This is gonna take forever to get it back. And here. we meet the most adorable little girl in this entire universe, Bonnie. Bonnie. And she's shy and she's just playing at Sunnyside and and the daycare looks like a dream come true for the toys. And that is the end of Act One. Any I mean we touched on a lot, so we don't have to go back and We touched on a lot, but a, a little comment about that opening CG intro. Uh-huh. Well, the whole movie's CG. <laughs> Duh. I know that. <laughs> Duh. When they did that live action bit, the end, no. that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the Lego movie. <laughs> anyway. No, uh, that live action part. Live act. Now you got my mind jumbled up like a like a scrambled egg. No, that the 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 opening segment is like <sighs> it's a fully imagined. It's a fully version. imagined version of what happened in the first in movie, Toy Story One. In Toy Story One, but it's it's grown up with the the mind of an adult. Like when we were kids, like in the first movie, you see like the bare bones the, for what it is. It's him, him playing, playing with boxes, with yeah. like crayon drawn on boxes and everything. Yeah. Then in this movie, as the kids have grown, grown up, as the kids have grown up, uh, I need to take some speech classes. <laughs> they grow up, You're their good. mind develops, and as you're an adult, you know you can CGI this stuff. Like uh, you learn the skills on the computer to make this stuff and make your imagination a reality, pretty much. And that's what yeah. you kind of see in this. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You're using your adult mind to. To, to fully realize digitally this 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 playtime moment. Yeah, what this would have been. Yeah. If this is what it was in his mind, mm-hmm. which is very neat. Is yeah. Very neat. But a lot of deep stuff. Very We're off neat. to kind of a... Bu- I remember this movie being a little bit more fun, and it gets fun. Like, it's still fun, but it's, it's, a, it's, almost, yeah. it's a more it's But this a movie has a lot, to, a lot of weight There's a lot to of it. weight, yeah. It's Emotional the end weight. of an era. Yes, like it's, it's emotionally it really 
charged all the way through. It's it's toys realizing their time with their owner is is it's coming is up, up and they've accepted mm-hmm. that and they just want to be played with. It's going into that theme again of, you know, this is the life cycle of a toy. You know, yeah. you get you're owned by a kid. And There's as longer than most though. I don't know what the norm is. Do do most of the toys, you know, they get put in the attic? It sounds like that's a thing that they go through. They get put in the attic and they get they come back. Their owners come back when they have their own kids. Which I'm going to touch on that idea at the end. Yeah, here. yeah. They have their own kids. They come back to get the toys that they had when they were kids to hand down to their kids. Yes. Or to accidentally stumble upon what uh, as you're going through stuff later on in life and you find a toy from your child and you're like, holy shit, this thing, this, mm-hmm. I remember, I'm going to play it. You know what? Nobody's watching. I'm up here in the attic by myself. My wife's taking a nap with my son. I'm going to do a little scenario. I'm going to play with these toys real quick. Hun, what are you doing? Nothing. Fucking, I'm just cleaning up. It's like playing with I was sweeping. little Star Wars action figures. I, If I had those, I still would do it. I would do it down here in the studio after if I was home alone. <laughs> when I, sidebar, I have to I have a confession. When I was in high school, all through high school, all through middle school, all through, I would still do it right now. Mm-hmm. If, um, if I was left alone ever, I had this. I have this robe with a hood. <laughs> oh, it's a bathrobe with a I hood. I know, but and whenever, like. Whenever I was home alone in high school, even this I would put going this robe on. I would put this robe on. I would get my lightsaber, Yo. and I <laughs> would play Jedi. Oh, I yes, I would. I'm sorry. I was turning this into. One. I didn't. <laughs> I never wanted to leave my child. I was holding on for as long as I could, and I had guys, and I was the best Jedi, and and I turned to the dark side even sometimes in some scenarios. And I would pick up where I left off the last time. <sighs> and I was awesome. Not a lot of room to really do flippy. And I was not going to go outside because then people would see me. No. <laughs> so <laughs> I'd go that. through the stairs up and down. I'm like, I would I would have dialogue. I would talk. This whole thing and as soon as somebody, so inappropriate. <laughs> and as soon as somebody would come home... <laughs> I would get rid of the robe and the lightsaber as quickly as I found it. I needed to rub my mind with a bar of soap. <laughs> and then not when a... they came home, it's like, what do you do? I was mess, right? <laughs> I had to cover for myself playing. I know, but you're not going to go outside. People will see me. <laughs> it's like, it's I like put in... my robe on and I play with my lightsaber. It's like in, uh, I was a simple kid. And I was awesome. <laughs> well, anyway, that's act one. We can, I'm sorry. I think we can that move was on. Gross. I have to let my dog out. All right, well, we'll wait for you. Are we ready? We're back, baby. I'm back. The fog is lifted. The earth is shifted. Okay, so act two. The gang is welcomed by the daycare toys, and we meet Lotso, a hugging bear, but you can call me Lotso. Welcome, and they get a tour from Ken as he... Ken the metrosexual. Yes, of course. Which is a joke on his, the girl nature of his yeah, create. The, because you know, he's a, a Barbie. toy. He's, he's a, a Barbie, Barbie side spin, yeah. And he's like, yeah, and he falls in love with Barbie immediately. It's like they were made for each other because, spoiler alert, I like they that. were. Dream Weaver. I know, I really like that part. 
So Ken gives him the tour. I like those leg warmers. <laughs> nice ascot. <laughs> I like how he moves. He's very stiff. Yeah, like he's very yes. Barbie-ish. Like when yeah. he runs, his knees don't really bend. <laughs> Barbie. Michael Keaton, everybody. Michael Fantastic. Keaton. Killing it. Casting. Like good casting. He, he, oh, man, he's so good. But he gives them the tour. Barbie. <clears throat> and they look, this looks like. Like the tits. Like it the looks place like to a be. utopia, man. I mean, they have a spa. And they're like, well, what, what, what about the kids? Well, you see here, back here in Sunnyside, the, the kids, they get older and they leave. But they get replaced by kids again. They in another kid class after that and another class after that. And then, actually, there's a cool little... So you're uh, always getting played with. There's a Matthew McConaughey toy that comes in. And he's like, <laughs> I get older. The kids stay the same age. All right, all okay. right, all right. And they're like, hey, this wrong scene. Wrong scene. Matt, Matt wrong scene. You're, you're not right. that kind of toy. Going all back right. to my my Lincoln. <laughs> Go back to my Lincoln Logs. <laughs> <laughs> Those are Lincoln Logs. Okay, so as the tour goes on, we see all the amenities that Sunnyside has. And you're like, this place. Yep, there's two rooms, the Caterpillar Room mm-hmm. and the Butterfly Room. And uh, the the new toys, the new recruits are in the Caterpillar yep, Room. Yep, they get assigned to the Caterpillar Room. And I like this touch, this design. Uh, we meet Big Baby, who yes. was, he's, he was with Lotso. We get this later, but he was abandoned with Lotso. We had the same owner. And mm-hmm. I like the detail here because he's a baby, but he's like the bodyguard. And the way that ki- you know kids color on toys, and they're in positions that look like he has tattoos, oh. the crayon marks. <laughs> like he has one on the back of yes, his neck. Yes, he's the enforcer. And he, yeah, and it's, it's really cool design. <laughs> like that they they yes, did that detail. I didn't realize yeah, that. It was really cool. You know what does Lotso say? He says, "No owners means no heartbreak." And yeah. he says when at some point, uh, "We're masters of our own fate here." Son is sad. Like. That kind of contradicts the nature of a toy. Like the per- like well, yeah, throughout these movies, what is the purpose of a toy? To get played to be with. The, to be to at get the played will with, of the children. To be at the will of the children. To be loved by the children. Your, your kid, your kid you. is the person that you're dedicated to. Mm-hmm. And he is like, you don't need no kids. You don't need an owner. You just come to the daycare and you can be loved by, by all. all. It's kind of the same. Brats. It's kind of the similar idea to... Uh, uh, Stinky Pete, and he's like, we go to the museum and be loved and adored for generations, but you can't oh, be yeah. played with there. Here, you can be loved and adored by kids all the time, but you're being played with. That's the difference. Yes. But these kids, as you'll hear later on, actually, we'll get there. I don't want to spoil it. Oh, I don't yeah, want to get ahead of myself. It. But it just contradicts that entire idea that we've seen throughout these films of what the purpose of a toy is the love for andy their dedication we want to be played with that's kind of thrown out you don't need no owners you're the master of your own fate but that's not what a toy is designed for you know it isn't and that's i like that little play on words there it's like toy story three the toy story three yeah, <laughs> that, yeah that's like, the name of the no, movie. A uh, uh, Toy Story three, a, a purpose driven toy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Woody tries to talk some sense. Is into there the a gang. Joel Olstein toy too? No, <laughs> maybe he comes in. So Woody tries to talk some sense into the guys. He's like, guys, Andy fucking owns us. He's putting you in the attic. He's not throwing you away. Listen to me. They're like, Woody, we did you just see the tour that we got? 
Well, no, he DJ says, just the Andy's room is empty. The attic guys, sucks. There's a hot tub. Guys, There's babes. I admit this is all nice and everything, but we, have we an are odor. Andy's toys, and Andy needs us. He doesn't need us. He just called us junk, and you're going off to college. Yeah, it's easy for him to say. It's, it's like that easy for him thing. to say, but the difference is, and in this moment, this is so important. You get what Buzz? Buzz, help me, Buzz. Buzz. Like yeah, and he's like, and he says, Woody, Woody our mission is our mission with Andy is complete. And then you get uh, a complete toned down reversal, flip side parallel with what happened in Toy Story One when he says, "My fault, and you just screwed up my mission to save the galaxy." What? Well, no, we get a, and we then get a reverse of one, Toy Story Two because Woody wants to stay with the museum toys. Right. Now Buzz is like, "Hey, that that too, that too." Except the other toys handled it better woody gets right. mad he doesn't shake his hand he just pieces right. out because woody he's, he's moved head. past he's moved past his toy story one like selfishness where he's thinking about him and andy well, he calls them selfish for wanting to stay and get played right with. right because they're being stubborn they're yes. being stubborn because they're not but listening for good, to him like based on like i'm i understand when they should be trusting woody def- de- given his leadership for the last 10 11 years and they're not listening to him here i'd be and he's torn. trying to get through to their heads yeah. but going back to the whole what comment it's kind of the similar idea where in the first one you get the what in this what one what are you talking about yeah he says woody our mission with andy's complete and woody says what like really quietly like i can't believe i'm here like yeah. except he has an attachment in a relationship you're breaking my heart he said oh, oh no it's kinda, you're going down a path i can't follow it's kind of like that <laughs> but it's a sad moment it is because you and get it shows bullseye. that they're him and buzz are like best friends now and he's counting on buzz to back him up and he doesn't right but what's really sad is bullseye because he's like a puppy he doesn't understand and he tries to go with woody and woody's like no I don't. You're gonna be alone in the attic. I don't want that for you. Stay. See, and, and that's the thing like about whining, Woody too. He actually like cares. waiting for your owner to come back. Oh, that was heart wrenching when he starts whining like a dog. Ugh. That's okay. a that's a problem I have, and I get what you're saying about feeling that way about Bullseye, but I don't like how he's being modeled after a dog. I know because he's a whore, but they right. already have a dog. But yeah. He doesn't act like it. You know what it's like? It's like Pluto and Goofy. Okay. Goofy is a dog, but he can talk and semi-function. This like Slinky. And then they have Pluto, who's a real dog, and he is the pet. So Bullseye is Pluto. He's the pet that can't talk, and he actually yeah. acts like a pet. He emotes. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know we why he that. doesn't just act like a horse, uh, but I get it. I get the characterization of him. These but... to- Woody, he's like full throttle. He... He learned lessons from both movies. Like this one, he's not going to turn his back on Andy like he almost did in Toy Story 2. Right. Like he is dead set, dedicated. We're not going, we're not leaving Andy behind. Look at how selfish you all are. And he says that and he he's like, and I they're, cannot they're believe both, how both selfish parties you all are. are a little selfish. Right. But Woody... Or maybe they're is, a little jaded about Woody because he has a... You're going to college. You're going to be with Andy right. for all the time. Like it's an easy like, for you to say situation. Yeah. So he pieces out. In a funny... <laughs> one of the funniest parts and of the movie. He makes his way outside through the bathroom window and he hang glides on a kite low enough to where all those kids could see him flying. Yeah, well... And the, the, are, is there those no adults kids, out there? No, they're not being... Oh, 
that's a good that's a he just zips through like Suspend he almost hits the wall no i won't <laughs> that's dumb somebody should have seen him be like oh my gosh mrs bernard no there's a toy what is that doing no. up there it could have been a toy uh, it could have been one of the kids uh i just had a meltdown one Did of the you? kids one of the kids throwing they could have thought it was one of the kids playing with a hang glider toy, throwing it. But nobody a doll questions it. it. Nobody sees it. No, he's because, yelling. <laughs> because okay, now I want to see a parody of a wide shot of that and the kids. And just, the kids are like, "What the?" Hell? Yeah, no. But before that, when he's climbing into the bathroom, you get this fun like physical comedy slapstick, like oh, him yeah. on the. I like how he lays the toilet paper on the toilet seat yeah, first. Like I'm not putting my boots on that. Yeah, because kids. Eat. Uh, but Let then me just he say their aim sucks. He does like the whole log, the log in the water thing with the toilet roll kind of thing. Where he, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Where it goes out from under yeah. his feet and he has to stay up. And he's climbing. He's getting out the window, and the janitor is in the bathroom. Yeah. And he's like, "What the?" And you think he and sees you Woody. see Woody out the window, like, <gasps> like I... freezing, and then it's just a stain on the mirror. That's better. <laughs> and as he wipes that away, it that blocks out funny. Woody and he leaves. That was funny. I liked that. Woody crashes into a tree where he is saved by Bonnie. She takes him home. The toys start to, uh, it's almost playtime. And Ham, in his true like purpose of every, he's the lookout. They're lining up. And they start to notice. Ah, we're going to get played with. Buzz starts to notice all the, the toys that have been there for a while are hiding. And he's like, uh, shit. Rex. <laughs> Rex, <laughs> I like <laughs> it's no, and the kids rush in and they're beating the hell out of these toys. They're dipping them into into paint. Jesse's hair and Potato Head gets blown up all over the place, and they're smashing and on stuff and chewing Buzz's, on the gross mouth. Buzz's head getting slammed into the oh. shape and the whole thing, and it's just like it's you, a toy. You're hearing hell. it from his perspective, like inside the helmet. It's just like yeah, boom, 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 boom. It's dum. like when you tap on the glass at a, on a fish tank. Fun for you, sucks for them. Right, right. And we still do it. We're all bastards. Ha, 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 We I, just keep poking at them. Do something. But they're coloring on them, biting them, tearing them oh apart. Oh, we're throwing Mr. Potato Head. and It's rough. You said Jessie gets thrown against the wall. She does the, after yeah. she gets dipped in paint. Yeah. I don't know how they're they using her head as a paintbrush. And... Rex loses his tail? <laughs> Yikes. But uh, on a completely like opposite spectrum you get woody is being played with by bonnie and she's kind of like andy was she's a kid. the she's anti up a scene. yeah she's setting up a scene she's playing with them and she woody meets trixie the dinosaur the triceratops buttercup the this unicorn the dinosaur, the dinosaur. <laughs> and then mr prickle pants who is awesome a thespian <laughs> he is he's british and he stays in character as a toy ah, who's and the actor i can't i looked it up and i can't remember but then he meets dolly who's voiced by bonnie hunt who is a pixar regular and oh, um, yep. they're all Her like John hey, like bonnie she's great we're all great and they're all super nice toys like <gasps> not evil fake witch. nice like they're legit they're genuinely kind yeah fun because cameo. they get they get uh they get Taken uh, care of, they get really taken well. care of like and Bonnie played is with. Adorable, and she's just getting, she's gentle with them. She's not ripping the shit out of them. Right, it's right. oh man, right. it's such a fun scene. And Woody's like, "This is, but I gotta go." And they're like, "Why?" Oh, there's well, a funny. He's joke. saying that first. <laughs> there's a funny. There's a funny. A couple funny lines here where um, he like Woody is he's a toy, so he's getting played with, and then she leaves for a second. Like, wow, you're really going with it. You're 
you're you're doing really well. And then Mr. Pricklepants is like, are you classically trained? No. <laughs> <laughs> he's not acting like he's an, a good actor. He's like, I, but he's been a toy his whole life. He's a toy. Right. And my favorite joke of the whole thing, one of them is um, when Woody's like, okay, how do I get out of here? And <laughs> oh, yeah. Buttercup is like, there is no way out. Just kidding. The door's right there. I know. <laughs> and that's shows cheap... the anti-Sid thing. <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> like, it's such a cheap joke, but I love it. There no. is no way out. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Door's right there. <laughs> like, but okay. I love the Totoro the cameo. The Totoro cameo, Who's the that? Studio Ghibli. What? St- yeah. The, I don't the, know what you're giant... saying. No, no, no. I don't know what you're saying. I don't know what this is. Studio. <laughs> you want me to read that back to play us in? No. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh! brought... No. Ding, ding, ding. What do we have for her, Johnny? <laughs> and there's the Jim <laughs> We're hitting them too. We got to get an office one in here eventually. <laughs> no, you've seen Studio Ghibli, Ghibli no. movies, right? I don't By know what that Hayao is. Hayao Miyazaki, um, uh, Castle in the Sky, no, uh, nope. Kiki's Delivery Service, nope. Spirited yes, Away. I've seen that one. Ah, Kiki's Delivery Service is one of my favorites. I watched that with my mom, and oh my gosh, we loved That's it. That's it such so, a gorgeous film. I need to rewatch oh, that. It's, we got I've only ever seen it once. They're I not sequels, it. but they're a series of Miyazaki Ghibli films. Maybe, but maybe we'll, we could maybe. do them. Maybe I remember but, that movie. That was a childhood. That, like I watched. It was a really cool. Like yes. we watched it together. My mom and I. It was, it was, we both loved it. My neighbor Totoro is a film from Studio Ghibli and the giant plush thing you see with the it's the creature it's a giant like ball shaped creature it's like a rabbit almost it's got long oh, ears yeah! that's Totoro Totoro okay. from my neighbor Totoro and that movie made me cry oh maybe we should move on that made me cry yeah. and i love that they put Totoro in the movie because uh John Lasseter the producer he was a big fan of Miyazaki and he was an executive producer of the film. Very cool little And there. yeah, he's kind of an inspiration for him. So having that cameo in there and being allowed to do it was a fun inspiration. Nice. And he comes to life too. He's not just yeah. sitting there, he comes to life. Totoro is an active part of Bonnie's playset. Bonnie's great. Can we just agree that Bonnie's great? Bonnie's great. And what is leaves for some reason? Like he's well, just like I'm out. Before he gets played with in that moment, um he's like I got to go, I got to go and then oh Bonnie's coming. And he goes Dead. back to being a toy. And then they get played with, and she's like, oh, cowboy, it's the evil witch. And you see the shot of them get thrown up, and it's like, oh, it's the wonder of play. He, they're getting hugged. Mm-hmm. Contrast cuts back to the... Oh, yeah, they were Cuts recovering. back to the caterpillar room, and they're and like, they're oh, like, Shh. I don't remember playtime being that rough. No, like, and Rex is like, I, I don't know where my tail is. It's gone. And, and so... Um, These kids don't know how to play with us. No. So the gang is recovering. Buzz is like, you know what? I'm going to go talk to Lotso about a transfer Get, to the butterfly. the butterfly room. Because during playtime, Buzz sees the butterfly yeah, room. And, and the kids are the, being really nice. and They're playing they're like with Bonnie's him. age and because like, that's the class she's in. Yeah. And she, he's like, okay, I'm going to go see about a transfer. He follows, or he gets up to where Ken and Whoopi Goldberg's. You oct- get the classic. Whoopi Goldberg is the voice of the octopus. The classic uh, Buzz acrobatics here oh yeah the feet classic and um they're playing the ken and his group of cronies is they're they're playing they're gambling i like how they're at the top of the vending machine yeah in the where it says snack yeah and i'm thinking like the snack bar almost like it's a seedy joint like the snack bar but long story short what do you guys think about the new recruits the new recruits or the new toys 
they won't last or something. They they're not fond. Well, of uh, that space toy he might be handy one day. Yeah, which he he goes to Lotso and Lotso's like, well, yeah, of course, we'll move you right over to the butterfly room. Okay, he's like, okay, I'll go tell everybody. He's like, no, not everybody, just you. You this toy's showing some initiative. Yeah, we're gonna bring him over in the butterfly room. All right, sounds good. I'll go get my friends. Oh, wait a minute there, buddy. We ain't going to let them in. And this is when his Oh, we're a family. Because he mentions the word that Lotso doesn't... Family. Obviously a trigger word. Family. He's like, why'd you say that name? Strap him back in the chair. Oh, <laughs> and they, they, they get the bookworm with the manual. And uh, Buzz gets no! reset. He gets reset <laughs> to Space Ranger mode. And he stands guard. All the other toys are imprisoned. Uh, Mr. Potato Head gets Can sent out to the sandbox. Can we say before this? Before this. Uh, okay. How did Big Baby get into that vending machine? <laughs> I don't fucking... Okay. Can See, someone explain this back, to me? The back has a panel. No. I bet you the back no. has a panel. Have you... Let me ask you this, Christian, before you start... All the other fingers. toys are small enough to fit you, in that big baby. You, he gets stuck in the you, glass. Let me ask Do you this question. Justify. Let me ask you this question. Have you ever been inside a vending no, machine I, yourself? If I had, I wouldn't be able to get in there like that. Yes or no? No. Okay. I, so you don't know how much room is actually question. in one. Silly he can cl- there's what, space that, between the glass and the stuff. No, for him there's to no scale space it. for a giant baby doll the size of my, my arm. My arm fits in there. My I've gotten baby stuff arm. that's been stuck in there before. The baby, he's made of stuffing. He can squeeze. He's got up there. Or there's a back panel. Back panel, smack, side panel. Well, I want explanations. I want to I talk to Lee Unkrich, the director. I want him to tell me how that happened. I just told you. I'm making a big scene. <laughs> but so, seriously, um, that that the silly. Yeah, but the toys are all in prison. It's a little silly, but I, I digress. I mean, I, I paused and I had to write a note down. I'm like, how did Big Baby get in there? He just did. Suspend your disbelief. It turns out, whoop. <laughs> I don't weird. know. Woody you finds that his house, Sounds like Andy's Baby Yoda, house, actually. He kind of does. Actually, the other way. Whatever. Andy's house is... Take him to the library. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that line? No. Who says it? When they uh, they catch Buzz up in the snack bar, <laughs> and Ken's like, "Take him to the library." <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I'll have to I'll have to go back and listen. That's one of the best. And I just want to say one thing. My sister okay. works at a daycare facility with kids, like oh, the kids in the butterfly room and the heart. caterpillar room. Bless her heart. And. She really lo- likes this movie because <laughs> she knows what it's like. Like those kids that behaving that way. It's like, it's true. It's true. Like, <laughs> I was a camp counselor, and even as they get older. Yeah, it's true. All of it. The, I couldn't the urinate. <laughs> <laughs> the pain. No, but. Welcome the to Sunnyside. Woo. All of it. Was <laughs> Woody. I like how also Ken calls him Buck Rogers. He also, like going back to his like, old fifties and sixties era, being a Ken doll from oh that. Yeah. Oh, we can't. Like, yeah. listen here, Buck Rogers. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, what's going on in here? Well, uh, lots of uh, he got out. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he. I don't know how else to I explain it. I found it filed on the light year. <laughs> um, Bonnie or Woody finds. He, he takes off for Andy's, and he's like, yeah, I got to go back to... Or if you ever stop by Sunnyside, tell him that Woody made it home. And they're like, what? 
say that again. Sunnyside? And he's like, yeah, Sunnyside. And they're like, oh. Wait a minute. You don't. Yeah. That's not. What and does he gets he say? the full story on how Sunnyside. Yeah. Oh, Chuckles what is, the Clown. Uh, what is. Uh, what's... Chuckles the Clown tells the yes. tale. Because he was with Lotso and Big Baby. They had the same owner and they got left behind somewhere. Um, <clears throat> Lotso and Big Baby started their own <clears throat> prison in Sunnyside. Well, Chuckles was like, uh-uh. And he got, he found Bonnie. But well, it, it, uh, Lotso Woody, put himself at the top of everybody. It is a prison, isn't it? Yeah, literally. It's, I literally cells. thought Shawshank yeah, when kinda. I seen the ending Without sequence. Without the rape. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, so he's like, I oh. Like, and this turns into a, from Woody being like, all right, I got to get home to another rescue mission. It's Woody and I'm on the way because he knows what we know about Sunnyside now, that it's not so sunny and it's not so side. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> and it's not so up either. Uh-uh. No. So that the imprisoned dumb. toys are in a, this is a sad scene. It's your classic. You get ham. You get the. Perfect example of non-diegetic music transforming into diegetic music. And for yeah. just people who don't know that terminology, it's film sound terminology. Non-diegetic is music or sound that d isn't in the space like of the, the movie. Right. The score is non-diegetic. Uh, this is a perfect example of taking that sound, making it from non-diegetic, and turning it, making the cameras pan over, seeing Ham playing the harmonica, and it's all of a so sudden depressing. it's in the space of the movie. Yeah. In it's the mise-en-scene. It's dark, and it buzzes, and prisoner mode is like, you prisoners, if you, if you do this and that, it's in the box. Says, if you talk back, it's in the box. If you're... It's if in the box. You we get, get it. The, yeah, and he's like, ah, oh, by you. And Lots was like, it's okay. I will not Buzz. be fooled by your beauty or. They're they're immobilized. It's okay, there, partner. We need you back in stock command. Okay. And totally showing Lotso's manipulation. Yes. And he's like, whatever they gonna say, whatever they gonna try to say to get you to snap out of it, but don't listen to him. And he goes. I got all that weak-mindedness knocked out of me at basic yeah. training. Knocked out of me. Like. Or something. <laughs> so the gang gets the shit kicked out of them again. It's playtime. Rise and shine. And I like how they're coming in like, <laughs> on the truck with Lotso. Like they're a gang of just, yo, have that a good night. That happens before when they pick yeah. him up. But. And, um, oh, whatever. Woody watches as they get beat up and stuff. And then this is when earlier in the movie, this little, you know, the classic wooden uh, telephone toy is like hitting his it ankle. It looks familiar. And he's yeah. trying, you think, oh, he's just trying to say hi, but he's trying to warn Woody. And you, he picks, hello. Yeah, he picks up the phone <laughs> and the phone is like, hey, what are you, are you trying to get out? Because you're not going to be able to. The security is really cracked down and you got to get past the monkey. He's the eye in the sky. He sees... Everything's through the security cameras. So if you want to get out, you got to go immobilize the monkey. So Woody leads the task force in planning the big escape. And it starts with Mr. Potato Head creating a diversion. And Christian, let me just stop right here for character spotlight number two. Mr. Potato Head. He's another one of the OGs. He is strong-willed, arrogant. Madly in love, sarcastic, and one of the bravest toys out I there. I like what you're doing here. It's like a send-off for yes, each of these. Because this movie truly is a send-off. Oh. He yeah. has always been the cynical toy, but he has the leadership qualities and selflessness 
any kid would want in a toy. He takes the grunt work when it comes to playtime and the escape plans. He tries to be the voice of reason when nobody else will, even if it means going against the popular opinion. Mr. Potato Head, simply put, is a toy willing to do whatever it takes to achieve the common good, and he's always on the front lines. Parents... Oh, sorry. This is going into the commercial part. Parents try to make you eat your vegetables? Yuck, no kid wants anything to do with veggies. But we got just the toy for you. Mr. Potato Head, the master of disguise you've been waiting for to make veggies fun. No other toy is as versatile during playtime as Mr. P is. Need some angry eyes for intimidation? Reach into his spacious butt compartment and whip him out. Need to fit in with a crowd? Pull out his mustache and go incognito. Or if you just need a place to hide your weed, shove it in Mr. P's butt <laughs> compartment. He can be the villain to your hero or the sidekick. Whatever you need, Mr. Reliable is on the spot. Comes with removable accessories for all situations. Grab your Mr. Potato Head today, wherever fun vegetables are sold, and never miss out on a full course playtime again. This product is strictly for ages 3 and up, as it is printed on the box. Some assembly required, but not necessary, as he can literally be assembled however you want. You know, that weed feature, why doesn't Andy bring him to college? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not, no kidding, he's taking Woody like a chump. No. <laughs> But Mr. Potato Head goes back in the sandbox. It's all part of the plan. Barbie talks her way into letting Ken, or getting Ken to let her out. He's like, let's go try on some clothes. Slinky and Woody infiltrate the monkey's security lair. I'm going bang, bang, bang real quick because it's a lot of quick cutting. So Slinky and Woody infiltrate the monkey's security lair and they fight with him. Ken models clothes while Barbie plots to tie him up to get information out of him. On Jesse, the Buzz Lightyear manual. Yes, yes. She's trying to figure out what happened to Buzz and how oh, to fix okay, it. yeah. Jesse sends a tortilla out to Mr. P so he can use it as a body, <laughs> which is so great. It's so great that he he is versatile. Like I said, he can you plug him his parts into anything. Boom, he, there you he go. He can walk around. And then Woody and Slinky immobilize the monkey with a lot of tape. And they sling Jesse the key to the into the caterpillar room so they can get out. Barbie interrogates Ken by tying him up and ripping his clothes. He caves and gives her the intel. Mr. P gets ripped apart by a bird. He's useless now. Buzz is trapped but escapes and is held down. What are you looking at, be, feathers? Yeah, to be reset but is accidentally switched to Spanish mode. And we get the funnest buzz of this entire movie. And he's just like salsa dancing around and he's really horning out on Jesse. It's super fun. <laughs> like just his movements uh, when he's walking out and lasering and he puts it above his head. Yeah, yeah. And Woody's like, come on, Buzz. It is pretty funny. He's hilarious. So Woody, Woody has a close call with Big Baby, but he escapes and Buzz salsa dances really over-exaggerated to win Jesse over and it's really funny. And they make it to the garbage shoot. And is this they still in Act Two? Yeah, honestly, it could Holy be in Act moly. Three. That's why I'm speeding through the end here. But they believe they're home free until Lotso and his cronies put a stop to the plan. And Slinky, he provides a bridge for, before they get caught. He's like, "Climb over my back." And guys, before we move any further, character spotlight number three: Slinky Dog. Slinky Dog has always been my favorite side character. He's a loving, loyal, multi-purpose toy. He will always have your back, even if it means stretching his own to the point of ruin. 
He's the first one to offer a hand or let other toys use his versatility for the greater good, much like that one friend that you can always count on when you're in a jam. Slinky will be there, and he will do it with a smile. The gang wouldn't be who they are without the constant encouragement given by Slink, and from his example, kids and adults alike in the real world can learn what it means to be kind, to be a friend, and to be a role model for the younger generations. Everyone owns a Slinky at some point in their lives, and it's always good to provide fun and entertainment for all of five minutes. But what if we took the idea of man's best friend and mutated it into a hybrid Slinky dog? You get the best, most reliable toy on the block with what is what would happen. Slinky dog comes with that loving face you see when you come home, but with that stretchy metallic spring you loved from your childhood. So your parents don't want to get you a real dog because you're an irresponsible kid with an attention span. Okay. Oh, for those of you (laughs) who don't know, he looked (laughs) off into space. Your parents don't want to get you a real dog because you're an irresponsible kid with an attention span of a day and a half, maybe. That's no criteria for handling a real dog. But with the Slinky Dog, you can fulfill your canine companion needs in the form of a slightly creepy concept of a toy, but he will always be there for you. Even when you run out of ideas for what to do with him, his smile and loyalty will never fade. Grab yours today. No toy will ever be lonely again. Golly, Bob, howdy. And get yours today whenever toys are sold. Please stretch responsibly. That was a really good... Golly, Bob, howdy. It was. I that was really myself. good. Wow. <laughs> ah, that was, Jim uh, Varney? Or, no. He in the studio. The new guy. I can't remember his name. <sighs> but he was in... Uh, he does a really good job, by the way. Yeah, the new, he the, does. Because they had to recast. He his does. name is... Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. 51st Dates. He's in that movie. He's in a lot of Adam Sandler movies. His name is... His name is Blake Clark. Blake Clark. He's good. He's funny. Never heard of him. But that's the end of uh, Act Two. Oh it my. might be. It may. Have I have earlier. a little different. I have <laughs> yeah. a different interpretation. And that's fine. What is mine? But at? it ends with lot. Or yeah, no, yeah. Lots mine of ends like, you guys just aren't going before. Anywhere. Yeah, my act. My act two ends just before they begin the escape plan. That makes just sense because the final chapter is Here's just this thing. bigger. That's probably more accurate. But by the time I had forgotten yeah. what I, I was like i'm not gonna go back. that's fine yeah that's so. fine we got it all in there <clears throat> but is there anything you wanted to say about act two i mean we got a lot Action in there at the fun. end get a backstory we get we get the uh, parallel we get where we you learn think he's the a good main, guy but he's a bad yeah. guy we actually get, we, we learn get the mind quicker mine we get the main conflict too the yeah. main mm, dilemma Lasso that these is a bad yeah. guy because he wants full control Lotso isn't who he seems order. to be no, but we get it quicker than what we get Stinky Pete. Well, you have to understand his backstory, too. Yeah, it's a I mean, tragic backstory. It is. It's like Stinky fucking Number Pete. one, <laughs> who is... Is that the same place that Emily left Jesse? Oh, I don't think so. It looks this was similar. An accident, cause she, the, I know, but the, it was an accident, but it looks like a, a similar rest stop, though. It's similar. I don't think it's the same. But I'll have to rewatch it. And they are dedicated toys. They walked all the way back to uh, Daisy's house. Daisy's their owner. It's always a girl in these flashbacks. They don't take very good care of their toys. No. Do they? they I mean, Molly, she gave away Bonnie. I mean, this... What? (laughs) 
Whoa. <laughs> That's a plot twist. Molly, I wasn't expecting. <laughs> Molly gave away no, Barbie. Bonnie. I, didn't I mean, am your mother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No! <laughs> no! You're only 12. I'm crazy, right? No, wait a minute. What? No. Uh, I'm 13. Thank you very They much. make their way all the way to Daisy's house. And I told you this before earlier in the show, or not earlier in the show, but outside of it before we started. Yeah. It would have been more interesting, I think, to me. It would have made more concrete Lotso's animosity towards toys that are loved by kids. If he, if they got to the door, they look, you know, they look in the window in the flashback as, what's the clown's name? Chuckles. Chuckles. Chuckles the clown. Chuckles. He's telling Woody the story. They look, he tells him they look through the window and see that Daisy had bought a new Lotso Huggin' Bear. Well, All the right? parents did. The parents did, because that was her favorite toy. She really, really loved Lotso. Yeah. But. And this, a little bit of sidebar here. This goes back into what I said earlier about the toys don't realize, or not the toys, but their owners. The kids don't realize the emotional effect on their toys when they no. do a thing like that. She loved Lotso enough to go and buy a new one, but she didn't think of the value, of the sentimental value that he had for her right. when she replaced him. You know, I don't think Lotso has ever seen the movie Ted. Because no. he could really learn a lot from that. I think Ted came if out after If you came him, alive, <laughs> I think so, yeah. But if you come alive, most of the time, unless you're a dick about it like they were with Sid, kids are going to be ecstatic that their toys can talk to them. A lot of this could have been resolved if they'd just been like, hey, well, yeah, listen. But it's kind of like Harry Potter where they can't reveal themselves. No, right. And that's that's what makes these movies fun and it make, and more it, of an adventure suspense, with higher stakes. Suspense. Yeah. If the, if the toys were just talking to kids, there'd be no uh, right. There'd be there'd no. There'd be no story. It, it, we're living in the toy story here. It's not yeah. toy and human story. Yes. Uh, anyway, or just the story story. <laughs> right. The story. The, life toys. story. Life story. <laughs> anyway, but no, uh, it would have been more interesting if they rang the doorbell. If they didn't look in the window, they didn't look in the window, didn't see the replace Lotso, but they rang the oh. doorbell and waited on the doorstep for them to open the door. Maybe uh, uh, Daisy opens the door and sees her toys there. Like, oh, I thought I lost these. But maybe when she answers the door, she takes Big Baby and chuckles because, you know, they say, well, no, she replaced you. She didn't replace us. Yeah, speak for like, yourself. After they saw in the window... And this would have to be worked out in writing, whatever, to make it work. But just to have him, almost like that moment, and we'll talk about this in Toy Story 4, that one moment where in this movie she could have picked up Lotso and looked at how filthy and nasty he was. And then maybe he sees or she has the other Lotso, the new one, in her hands. And she takes the other two in while she leaves him out. That would have been and powerful. And be, being abandoned. And then you know Literally that abandoned, not donated, but left out. You're a dirty, stuffed yeah, bear. Yeah, gross. Like, and that would have smell like strawberries. That would have been tragic. Like strawberries and mud. That would have been sad. He's like, Sunnyside is a place of sorrow and despair. Um, <laughs> I think they could have set by up by an evil bear who smells of strawberries. <laughs> they could have set up like um. They, it wouldn't have worked as well, but it could have been a route that they they went where. 
there was two Lotso's. And, like, mm. the one Lotso was with, like, Bonnie now. And he was telling the story, like, yeah, I was the replacement, blah, blah, blah. And, like, Woody could have more, like, wait, Lotso? And he's like, no, I know. I'm not. Oh, that could have been. That's my Ooh. twin brother. Like, it's like, that's my twin brother. I like brother. that. And then he could show up at the end and be like, Lotso. And he's like, you betrayed me. He's like, I didn't. I'm, it's not my fault that I replaced you. She, you weren't there, or they left you. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want a, the two Lotsos to meet, though. Oh, I would. Because it could have been like a brother. Help me! <laughs> Help me! <laughs> and then he could long live, hugging bear, and, and then, then throws him in the trash. Yeah, shit. what is no! Lion King? The Bear King? Come on! No. There you go. <laughs> no. What? What else? Uh, I don't. That's just the thing about Lotso's backstory. It could have been interesting to do that. It still um, worked, though. I like... <laughs> Did you notice the bead coasters? You ever know those little things at, like, doctor's offices where you can... They're almost like abacuses, except they're, like, roller coasters with beads on them? Oh, yeah. Yes. We, I have one upstairs. They well, had... my son has one upstairs. I, I, don't, <laughs> are, I don't play with it. Is it? Is it your son's? Come on, yes, be honest. It's ours together. Nope. They're on top of the Kate, the makeshift prison, and it looks like barbed wire <laughs> on the on the countertop. I didn't where they're get in that, prison. That, that I image. just noticed that this morning when I finished the movie. Not, <laughs> you're gonna have to show me when we're done. Yeah, show it me looks like barbed them. wire, like at That's a prison. That's so good. Fence. There's so many things you can do with toys. Uh, I like the Woody. Jesse's like Woody. I was wrong. We should have stayed in Andy's. We should have went into the attic. Jesse's right, Woody. She was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another thing, real quick. Um, there's a fun little. It's brief, but a like a conflict with Spanish Buzz and Woody. Oh yeah, because he he thinks Woody is his competition, so he he opens the trash chute for him on his own to show off. Hey, and he's just hanging upside down from the handle yep. with his hands on his his hips. That ah, was a really funny thing. But I I like Spanish. Way to Buzz. go, Buzz. <laughs> I like how they really committed to he was Spanish. He didn't speak yeah, English at but, all. but, okay, let me say this about Buzz. And this is what I was going to say in the say last Say it, but episode. you're wrong. I don't like how they keep doing this thing with Buzz in these movies where we get the real Buzz for half of the movie, and then the second half of the movie you get this imposter Buzz that's not really the Buzz we met in Toy Story 1. Well, this is different because it is the same. I mean, buzz. it's the same one. It's the it's the same idea except it's a twist. It's it, it's like poetry. It rhymes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a joke, <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, um, but <coughs> I don't cough. like. I want to see more development of Buzz. Not seeing this re re redaction. What what's the word I'm looking for? Well, regression. I think we, I think regression we see it into that. factory Buzz again. We like, see it through that. I know it, it, it shows it makes him vulnerable because he's this big he's this toy with all I know the, but they do it the in these three movies we get we get Buzz Space Ranger in Toy Story one we get Buzz Space Ranger updated in Toy Story two and this one we but, get we get reset Buzz who's Spanish but listen real quick in Toy Story two it's a completely other Buzz Buzz the Buzz we know stays the same throughout the entire yes thing. it's the same Buzz but it, mentally he's not there because they keep resetting him. No, no, no. In Toy Story 2, I'm In saying, Toy Story 2, we do. But, we get the but same we get buzz the, whole, the entire time. It is different. We do. I get your. I get what you're saying. Mm -hmm. But I just don't like... I want to focus on the real buzz and see that character develop, not have 
him get locked up or replaced for a time by him getting his mind wiped or something or vulnerable. getting switched out. I just don't like it. I like and it, it gets even worse in Toy Story 4. Oh, don't even. We're we'll not get to that. We'll get to that. that until but we talk about it. It is funny when Rex is, hold down the button, Rex, the reset button. It do wasn't not, me. Do not hold down for more than five seconds. <laughs> I just did what you told me. Yeah, oh, man. Oh, Rexy. Love that guy. Are we ready to move also, on to Act 3? Oh, my sister, my sister laughs. Shout her out. My sister Kaylee. Hey, she's Kaylee. not listening. She's not listening. Why? I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'll ask her to listen to this episode. because I give her. her a shout out. Kaylee, my sister, laughs. In the same one that works at the daycare. She laughs every single time the monkey comes out when when they're swinging behind the monkey being real quiet they're trying oh, yeah. to put the bag over his head and she laughs every single time the monkey turns around and goes like, ah! and it's <laughs> terrifying and she though. in the slamming his head on woody or his symbols on woody's head like oh, get so the tape get the tape like, <laughs> ow ooh eh, the tape get the <laughs> oh that woody we love woody you want to get out of here get rid of that monkey and it's so like Mission I think Impossible. he has a vendetta against the monkey, probably. But oh, we find the reason that Lotso found them was because of. Oh man, they what did got they it out. Do of, they him? broke him. What did they do to him? They broke him. They broke the phone. How did they do that? What? I don't know. <sighs> I also probably, like the probably what the U.S. military does to terrorists. With oh. torture, they make him listen to Justin Bieber. Well, that's until more he like what Barbie did to freaking, or what they, <laughs> what they did to. That's okay. That's fine. I got more clothes. What they? Oh, that's no. okay though. It's fine. What they did to Buzz and what she did to Ken. I wanted to go through that real quick because we went so fast. But yeah. the whole interrogation, like, ooh, is this uh, whatever? Yes, it's uh, part of the Ken Goes to Asia series. Of- <laughs> Or whatever it was, I can't All remember. These classic clothes. Oh wait a minute! No, ripping. stop anything but that. No, stop. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll talk. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, uh, lots of reset buzz to factory mode. Demo mode. Demo mode. Wait, well, I think that is factory. You'll mode. never right. get it out of me, but I'd like to see you try. <laughs> <laughs> Again, another shout out to uh, Michael Keaton, just uh, killing Ken, it. Can would you try some clothes on for me? Oh, it's such a weird scene. They do it. You should see the Hawaiian vacation short. It's really funny. Maybe I'll watch it tonight after this episode. Do it. Okay, I said. Do it. (sighs) Make the sacrifice. Anyway. (laughs) Okie (laughs) dokie. What is this, (laughs) Scooby-Doo? Oh, and also Mr. Potato Head's little Scooby-Doo reference. Oh, wait, I don't know that, but we forgot to mention he changes forms again in the form of a a cucumber. cucumber. Which is another, like, he's Oh, you're so tall and (laughs) handsome. I feel so healthy. It's horrible. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, we got to explain also how they figured out that Andy wanted them after all oh because Mrs. Potato her Head is... eye is underneath the bed yeah and she, she has can she's see. missing her eye the whole time and she can see through her other eye in andy's bedroom and he's looking around and she can hear him too apparently no and i don't think she can hear wait, him. wait no because just how he's acting how he's she acting can put it together yeah he's like she's once waving his hands like you know i don't know kind of what he was telling the like, truth and i my... wish they yeah, didn't see what he's telling the truth go <laughs> I wish eat they'd a truth have, sandwich. They would have like got cut over to Woody, and he's just flipping him off. Like, got you, got you, got you. I was right. I told you this, and he's just flipping him off. I wish we'd have gotten that. <laughs> hmm. No, 
Okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. He wouldn't have said guy. He'd have been like, do you see? Do you see? Do you see? I don't know. Oh, that it big... was funnier in my head. Okay. Also, <clears throat> and I had to think about this. When he gets discovered by Big Baby, how did Big Baby not see them hiding under the bucket? And the His way I the way I rationalize it is because in the film world, it's nighttime and it's pitch black. Like there's no lights or anything other oh, than yeah. the trucks. So they can't in the world of the movie, they can't see what's going on in front of them because it's so are dark. All messed up. And his eyes are all messed and up. Toys but eyes don't adjust to for the darkness. The purposes of us, the human viewer, we need to see what's going on. Yeah. So we need the the lighting to be there. That's why that. What a nothing burger I just made yeah, that I prepared right. there. Mm. You want to eat that? There, sure go thing. go ahead. Mm. Mm. Let me get you my wanna... milk. My milk. <clears throat> it's blue. Ah. Should we move on? Let's move on. Act three. Ken. So right now, we have Lotso. Lotso's the one who put himself at the top of the pyramid. Yeah, and his gang have Woody and the gang dead to rights. But then Ken's like, no, I'm... Barbie's over there, and I love her, and... I... Sunnyside could be cool and groovy if we just let it. Yeah, and then Lotso's <laughs> like, then you can go with them, and he throws him over there, and they save him, and he's like, okay, cool. And then this part was really sad to me, because mm. Big Baby is trying to talk sense into him, I guess, kind of, but he can't talk, but Lotso bullies him and, like, calls him an idiot, and he starts to, like, cry, and I'm like, duh. Well, because uh, Woody pulls out the trump card, Daisy's. Oh, yeah, Daisy. Daisy his, it's Big Baby's you heart. You found says, Lotso's only weakness. Sub-zero temperatures! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> or is it super hot? temperatures in the center of a thing Ooh, yeah, but that, anyway uh, no thing, yeah. the uh woody pulls it out she's like no she replaced you yeah like he's really sticking it to lotso because lotso has this complex abandonment complex and he turns it into a superiority complex and by owning this prison system this pyramid as ken calls it and yeah. lotso has an ego probably too like, if nobody can have her, then if I can't have her, nobody can. Yeah. Then he says something like that, right? Yes, yeah, something like that. I can't remember exactly. And he's like, you're all just trash waiting to be thrown away. And As he's yelling at Big Baby and he Big slams Baby. his stick on the heart that says Daisy on it. And he breaks and He's like, Big she Baby. threw you away. We're nothing. We're just trash. They don't care about us. And then Big Baby has a Vader moment and Ex That's picks, exactly what I thought Picks Lotso of. up over yep. his head. Throws him into the trash. The toys are making their escape. And He's so gone. <laughs> an alien gets caught in the yeah. trash. And Woody's like, oh, for God's sake. Mr. Potato Head's kin. Yeah. It should have been Mr. Potato Head going to save him. But Woody, being the hero he is, goes over there. Lotso pulls him into the trash can. They all get thrown in the dump, the garbage truck. And and they're, they make it. I'm skipping way ahead because not they, they make it to the dump. And it's this big junkyard. Or, um landfill and buzz gets crushed by a television that should have killed him should have busted him should have broken him those tvs are heavy but instead it knocks him back to his normal self it should have at least broken his helmet that would have been a cool visual thing and like thinking oh like he's gone especially the like, force of it 
But yeah. the thing that I get that gets me and that kind of got me even this early on in the sequence, like emotionally, was just Woody, like in this situation, what do we do? Like everyone's kind of looking to him, I think, to lead the yeah. way because that, that's his me. That's his m m o. Not yeah. the right term, but no, it is. Uh, he's call. like everyone back against the wall. Like this is an emergency. Like this isn't like we're gonna get discovered or anything. This is we're gonna be destroyed. Yeah, sort and the of aliens Everybody, get swept away, like, and you think they're gone and dead. It kind of reminds me of a, a like a serious thing in real life, if so, like during a tragedy. Or I'm going way over into this, but like everybody, go over here. Let's get against the wall, everybody. Like like what schools they're doing do. it they seriously? Have drills, like yeah, fire drills or like active shooter drills. But, unfortunately. I guess what it is is Woody just taking the initiative and being the leader and like helping guide these other toys that are in panic mode, like. We need to get against, come on, follow me, get against the wall, get as far against the the trash machine as possible in this truck. And that's, and he's like looking out for everybody. He's like, where is everybody? Is everyone okay? Like, buzz, buzz. Even Lotso like, he saves. Yeah. Which turns out to almost backfire on him, but yeah. And this goes again the, too. the true leader. When they get dumped into the dump, ultimately, out of the dump truck into the, 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 the garbage dump facility, and he stand, he's like calling for everybody, like taking a roll call, like, is everybody here? Is everyone okay? Like, yeah. this is him like taking accountability and being the leader. Yes. And it's like, this is like a trans... I just love how it ties into the whole idea of Woody transforming from being the self-centered... I'm the best toy. I'm Andy's favorite toy. It's an art. Kind it's of you're inferior to me sort His of thing. His hero's journey. And he's like being the leader and being selfless and watching after all these toys, making sure they're okay, making sure they get put in the attic and all that, making sure. I just really like that. Yeah, he's, he's yes, he's their leader because he's the one that can think. He's the oldest toy, mm. literally. I mean, that has something to do with it. Um, so the toys are battling through this. They're on, They get on a conveyor belt where all the junk is about to be, like, crushed, but then they realize there's a magnet overhead that sucks up Slinky, and everybody's mm -hmm. like, grab something metal! And they all get up there, except for lots of them, and you're like, come oh, here! So Woody <laughs> drops down and saves him. Sheriff! And then Lotso turns on him, because they're about to go into the flame. Lotso's by the stop yeah, button, because and they're like, he okay, says, push it! the button, the button, help me get the oh, button! yeah. And you think, okay, Lotso's going to have a redemption. Yep. Nope. The only villain in Toy Story to have a redemption doesn't. He goes, y'all can suck a dick How or do you something. like your kid now? Yeah, and they're like, There's well, we like would that. really love him. He wouldn't let us die. But this, this part, and this I know is when me and you are on the same page This here. is when everybody cries. This is oh. when in the theater, I'm like, yup. This is when I was I'm even sitting get, yeah, in yeah. the cafeteria of, of, of the hospital where I work. I've mentioned this is where I watch these movies. Right. And I shouldn't because I want to just be able to let loose. But I, I'm so emotional here because it's the music is like shun, 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 shun. And it's like it's insane. Very dramatic. And it's dramatic. And then you get the toys slowly start to realize, hey, we're just going to accept. We can't like we're going to go in that fire. And but this we're is going our final to do fate. it together. Together. And, and that's they all start linking hands. That's what gets me. I yeah. went and saw this with my sister, Kaylee, and my other, my twin sister, Kendra. We went, when we saw it back in 2010, 
the whole theater. It was just me and a few other people, but it was all people the same age. Yeah. Clearly a generational thing yeah. here. All high and school kids. I got teary-eyed at this moment because you have this... I can't remember exactly what I was thinking in the moment, but looking backwards and, you know, interpreting it, you're probably thinking, wow, flashing back, I watched Toy Story when I was a kid. I've seen these toys growing up. I've lived with them in my memory for this long. And to see them share this moment where they're meeting their end potentially together and they're doing it, they're choosing to do it together. They've accepted it. They've accepted it. And the thing that gets me too... And I even got, I got emotional watching it this morning, too, um, when Jesse's like, "Buzz, what do we do? Like, what do we do, Buzz? What do we?" And she looks and over, and Buzz looks at him like, "She, he, the exp- oh man, the expression on his face just is so real. It's so realistic in this moment. Like, if you were in this situation, somebody, if you really didn't, we can't do anything, is what his expression says. This is." I'm sorry, we can't do it. This is I've all I have. I've taken us as I far have. as I could. And, and know, all he does is grab her hand and look at her. And Well, he's see, not even, he's the last one to join hands. No, he grabs Jesse's hand first. I don't think so. Yeah. He look, grabs Jesse's hand first sure? and looks at her and is like, the expression on his face as a toy is, not even as a toy, but just, you know, the animated expression is telling her, you don't even need to say it. The expression says it. this is it. We can't do anything the more. The part when I really almost started to lose it was when you get Bullseye struggling and Jesse reaches to him. Because, again, he's like the pet. He doesn't understand. No, and she, like, calms him down. Like, just, it's, right. this is it. And did you notice the imagery when it shows them all in the line, how Woody is in the middle bridging the gap between two groups of toys? Oh. Like, because he's bringing them all together. I and they're that. just, they're facing it. That's and they're, so good. You see it on their faces. And then you see a light from above. And the most unlikely hero, z heroes, come full circle, baby. The claw. And it's this huge claw. And it the comes down and the aliens save the Let's do fucking it. Let's day. Let's do it in unison. One, two, three. The, the claw. claw. And they're operating this crane somehow, and they get them all out. And we get just one of the coolest moments after this happens when Mr. Potato Head goes, My boys, I'm eternally grateful. And he exactly. brings them in because they say, and that, they say, Daddy that, again. Or that something. roundabout moment, they do say, Daddy again. Um, it's funny. Oh, I gotta okay. Let me let me stop it. Pause it because I have a big important thing coming up. What is it? I can't tell you. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Good. All right. Okay. So then you know this big emotional moment, full circle, the claw, it comes back, and I didn't know where else to fit this, but character uh, spotlight like number four. <sighs> How many times do I have to play this sound bit? <laughs> Ham. Well, like <laughs> Ham. Hey, the this last, is the curtain call, baby. It is. The last of the OGs. They all deserve their moment. And this film is essentially a send-off for them before Toy Story 4 ruins it, okay? Oh, Ham. You're going into that with a <laughs> bias. <laughs> Ham is the greatest non-toy toy of all time. 
Although he is just a glorified piggy bank, he serves just as important of a role in Andy's life as the rest of them. He will also always be that eye in the sky whenever a lookout is needed. Whether it's watching for kids coming to a birthday, watching for kids coming in to party, playtime. Party? Or or being a lookout in Toy Story 2. I can't remember what he did. Which, that's no cakewalk, being the lookout. No other money bank can do what Ham does. He's another one that goes to battle for Woody and the gang whenever he needs to. Play the harmonica. He does. He can play the harmonica. He's more than a money holder. He's a friend and a damn good toy and a leader in his own right. Saving up for college but don't want your sister finding your stash? Grab your very own Ham the Piggy Bank and never be poor again. To be honest, he doesn't do much. He has no accessories and has a very loose cork as a security system. Don't get me wrong, though. He serves more than meets the eye. No, uh, hold, hold on. He serves <laughs> he a more. Transformer? No, he serves more than meets the eye. No, uh. no bacon pun intended. He's good for a paperweight, a doorstop, or hatching an evil plan to destroy the world with monkeys. Get your ham piggy bank now before they're sold out. Except they never will because who buys piggy banks? He looks great on the shelf, though. Nobody look while he gets his cork back in because he's saving change for you. All right. I want to go buy one. Yeah. I bet you can. He, oh, I'm sure he can for really cheap, too. <laughs> then we, we get, you say, uh, you're worth more than that. <laughs> 25 cents. <laughs> Lotso gets found by a trucker who had one as a kid, and he's like, it smells like strawberries. And he gets tied to the front of his truck. And the other thing, this... Frodo? <laughs> yeah. Or and Sam, dude, you remember to smell the strawberries? Dude, this he essentially is his eternity, his hell. He's strapped to this truck, getting hit in the face with bugs. The other toy things around him are like, you I want to close your, your nose or your you mouth. You might want to keep your mouth shut. <laughs> the frog. Ain't much better up here, kid. <laughs> Mom! And then, yo, full circle. Sid saves the day by providing a ride in the garbage truck. Bringing him back home. Bringing yep. him back home. Which they that hitch a ride with his Sid. garbage truck. It, ha- it is Sid. Oh, here's the thing I wish had happened. Well, like, Andy is leaving for college, and then, like, you see Sid, and he's like, oh, I see you later, Andy. And he's like, see you, Sid. Like, just a moment to show that they knew each other. I that they would have been, been friends. Yeah, it would have been kind of cool. But we don't get that, and it's not about... Anyway, Woody decides to... What? Oh, they get back to Andy's room, and you get the college box, and you get the the donate or the, the attic box. Attic box yeah. is in the middle. Yep. Yep. So Woody decides, hey... or No, they have a little... You think it's a goodbye with, with him and Buzz... But he goes up to the to the college box. Andy's coming. He writes Bonnie's address on a little sticky right. note. I was wondering what he wrote. And when he was doing it, when I watched it, finished it this morning, yep. I was wondering, what is he writing on the note? And I want to see what he's handwriting, dang it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, Andy. And, and I want to see his typing. <laughs> like yeah, well, One thing we didn't mention was he's literate. He, he can is, read he can and read. write. Which is the first time we've seen that, right? I think so. I yeah. mean, and we f- we find out his street address. It's call cool. us out if we're wrong, listeners. Yeah, email the show. But uh, this is also a really this was a personal moment for me again. 
Andy and his mom share this. They're sitting in his empty, packed-up room, and it's this emotional goodbye as it, it finally sinks in. He's finally done the packing. He's accepted that he's off to college, and it sinks in for her, and she's like, you know, I... I want to. I wish she say? I could I just could, be with you all the time, yeah. or something like that. And he goes, "Mom, you will be. You will be." And you're like, "Oh, you." It's Toy touching. Story. You got me again. You Oscar nominee. It's touching. It is, and, and because we all experience that, looking at the room all packed up, and you're like, "This is like I'm on my own now. I'm mm-hmm. I'm taking the next step in yep. life." All the toys are there. He's happy to see him. He's relieved. Yep, and he sees the address on the box, and he goes, Mom, do you really want me to donate these? And she's, you know, whatever you want. Whatever you want to do, honey. So he sees the address, and he's driving in his car, looking. And he's driving, man. Yeah. All we see him is playing around with Cowboy Woody and going to cowboy camp, and now he's going. Oh, he's our Andy up. has grown up. He is. This, this is this is a tearjerker of an ending, too. It is. He, he gets it to is. Bonnie's, and you know what he's doing. He's dropping his toys off, and he explains each toy as he pulls them out, who they are, their significance, kind of like what I did with the character spotlight. See what I did there? Mm-hmm. And he's just giving them his final send-off to Bonnie, and they're piling up, and they all have their smiling faces looking back at him, and then he's like, whoa, what? And they go into a playtime, and and he plays with her for no, a little bit. No, wait a minute. You're missing the... You, the what? Yep, I know. It. You think it's there, but it's not. So then as he's about... No, wait, you ain't right. I'm right, Spencer. I think you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> We're not going to do that. I'll cut it out. But, but. Uh, So then he, he finally gets to the last one and it's well, buzz. she notices. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And she's like, you. he's the coolest toy ever. And then she looks in the box. She's like, my a cowboy laser doll. Light? Yeah. Because remember, she had him earlier and Woody, Andy's like, what? how, how did, did this get, get in there? Because remember, he was going to take Woody with him. To college, yep. So he picks him up. And as Bonnie goes to grab, he like pulls Woody back. He recoils, back. yeah. And then he sees Bonnie, and he looks at Woody, and oh man, this is because he's looking at <clears throat> he's looking at him, and he he, he realizes, you know what? Woody's playtime, been there for me from the beginning. Yep, playtime isn't pal. over for him. I love but what he is, says about him too. He, he's like, he's always there for you. No matter yeah. what, he's brave, he's smart, and he finally lets go. Mm-hmm. And they, they, he you gets see that shot of there. him too, specifically the shot of him handing it over to Bonnie, yeah, like passing in the torch. And he's, he says, Can you take good care of him for me? And she's ecstatic because he's like, It's my cowboy dog. This toy is just... incredibly special to him and her, yeah. despite the lack of time she spent with him, but. Yeah, it's just a power. It's a good moment. It is. It's it a is. powerful moment, mm-hmm. and because it's the end of an era, it's the end of Andy's it's era. It's the end of the Andy. So era. she, they have a little like scenario play time. He plays yeah. with it, and for I a little love bit. that too. That he, yeah. he has it releases cool. his inner child, the Andy we One know from the other time. movies. One last time, playing with this young girl, and then this is when men cry. Right here is when. The, all the toys are sitting by Bonnie on the porch, and Andy gets in his car, and dude, he gives him one last look, and he says, thanks, guys. And oh, man, just this powerful moment, because he's thanking toys because they've been there for him. Like, they've provided entertainment, 
probably gotten him through some hard times. And those toys have been with him for 17 years, maybe. Maybe a little less. I don't know when he got them. But just a final look and thanks, guys, to himself. And he rides off. And then we get another tearjerker right here when um, <clears throat> Bonnie goes inside and all the toys are there and they come to life because they can. And they're watching Andy go and Woody says, so long, partner. <laughs> oh, man. And guys, this brings me to my final character spotlight. Andy. Without Andy, these toys would have never been given the life and adventures they went through. They were loyal, for the most part, to him and were always there when he needed them. We had the pleasure of watching Andy grow up and learn what true friendship, creativity, and imagination really is. This is the end of an era for Toy Story, even with a fourth installment. Andy hasn't always been a focal point of the story, but he drives the tale. He is solely responsible for giving these toys purpose, and without him, they don't get their story or their history. As one door closes, another opens as Andy finally learns to let go and move on into adulthood, but never forgetting the toys that also made him who he is. His life was shaped by them as well, and to this we say, so long, partner, and good luck in college. Sorry the fourth, mo sorry the fourth movie shafts you big time. Uh, so we get credits uh, roll Woody's introducing Buzz to the new toys and as credits roll we get we get a fun little because it ends on like a oh but then we do get some fun we do get some fun we get we the see, Oscar winning song yep and we get um, Bonnie's toys and Andy's toys that are now Bonnie's toys are playing yeah, yep. together and they're having a good time. And, and I love see, that they made it like this and no toy. Yeah. Like there's no jealousy. Yeah. They're friendly they're, toys. Small role, but they're they equal. got them. Yeah. And you get, you get sunny side being turned into a cool and groovy place <clears throat> yep. with Ken at the head of everything. Barbie and Ken are running it. Kind of yeah, like, they're doing, uh, they're doing good. Yeah. Like they're running like a camp. Yeah. It looks, and, um, it looks like they're having a lot of fun there, except how are all those toys playing out in the sandbox in the broad daylight? I don't know. But <laughs> but I, I like uh, also... It's a weekend. How you see... Yeah. <laughs> Rex and Trixie hit it off. Oh, yeah. And they're playing a, an online okay. game Okay, on I computer. hate to say this and sound like a, <clears throat> a dirty mind, but is Rex, when they're fighting over the keyboard, he's like laying on, like falls on top of her. Oh, yeah. Becomes they have a dominant predator. I think it's full circle. Is that supposed to be... I think so. Okay. That's for the parents. <laughs> I think they're part of the same like toy set too, because they have the same little beady eyes. I like that touch. And they're both really worn. Like you notice yeah. her horn, the paint. I think they're the same. That's cool. So man, this this movie, this meant a lot. This was personal for me. It was really touching. I agree. It hits hard and it hits often, is what it does. Like I hate, I don't. I got emotional when I saw it in the theater. The like, whole this movie was a roller coaster. Like you think 
about the legacy of the characters and your memories with them that you've watched them over oops, sorry you've watched them over the years and you think like even in universe like all of what these characters have been through together and how they've impacted your life and we how, took the journey with them exactly exactly it's the perfect ending to the andy era it's the perfect ending it's the perfect ending to toy story Honestly. It's the perfect ending to Toy Story. If I'm being bitter about Toy the Story next three, one. rounds out perfectly. It's a perfect. It's almost bittersweet a perfect trilogy. Ending. It's a perfect trilogy. It's a perfect bittersweet ending. Right? And we'll get into Toy Story four in the next episode. But, but it's, uh, it's extra special because, like I said, like right, this I opened it, the it same holds new more meaning for us because with Andy, what, yeah, exactly. Like even though the toys are the characters we knew and loved. We were the Andy of the story because we're the humans. Like, we know what he's going yeah. through. And we know what and toys can mean to you. Even though we didn't play with the characters, like, we didn't play with Woody and Buzz and all the I mean, rest I, of them. But I did. I, I, mean, I mean, like, in the no, movie, I, I know you know. You but we grew up with them still keeping us company through these movies, even with the 11-year gap between yeah. Toy Story 2. And we and, all had toys like this that we, oh, mom, can I please take a toy? And you knew exactly what toy you were taking. Mm -hmm. What was it here? Sidebar. Right. What was like the one toy you remember that you took everywhere? Mm. That like I this was the everywhere. one toy and I'm going to get sad on you. You never realized it, but there was a time in your life when you played with that toy for the last time. Oh my. That's, oh, that's depressing man. to think about. But what was that toy? Like I can't I'm really think. I, I can't think. You're of, asking me this question. You don't even know the answer to I it. I know. I thought you'd have one, and you'd you'd go off on a thing. While I thought well, I, I had okay. It might be one of my. I brought this thing everywhere with me. It was uh, and it wasn't even really fully like the toy itself was fine, but what it represented wasn't really appropriate because it was a a Kenny doll from Toy Store or from Toy Store from South Park, a show that I wasn't allowed to watch. But I had this little Kenny, it was like this plastic heart. It wasn't movable or anything. It was just like a this figure. And I took it I took it to show and tell in like first grade. And I loved this thing. And I would just, I would play with it. And it didn't even I, there was no way to it didn't move, didn't have opposable anything. But it this thing was I if I I wish I knew where it was. Cause it was cool. I have something for you. Okay. And this is kind of funny. <laughs> well, okay. So I told you I will have, uh, how I loved Bionicles when I was a kid. Yep. I had a school, an elementary school photo taken with a Borak Bionicle. What's that? Oh, it's just one of the action figures. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's one where you can press a thing and its neck goes out like a, like a thing. But, yes, I took a picture with one. In my elementary school photo once. Nice. So I didn't want, I, I, at least I remember I did. Maybe I'm remembering someone else, but I'm, whatever. I brought my Bionicles to school. We brought them to school. Me and my group of friends, we each had our own, like, Bionicle that was our favorite. I had the blue one, Golly, the Toe of Water. I only ever had one. I don't remember it. See, I know. It all may have been stuff. the water one. I don't it, know. The toe of water. She had like hooks for hands, and you twisted the knob on the back, and her arms went up and down. And she had a cool like ski mask on. And yeah, I think I had that. Yeah, one. that was my favorite because blue think. was my favorite color. Ah, even before that, I remember I lost. I thought I had lost a piece when I was building it. 
because I was eating cream of wheat or something when I was a kid. <laughs> Very specific. And I remember it. I remember it. And I thought we had to go back to the store because I lost a piece, but it fell on the floor or something like that. <sighs> Just good memories with Bionicles. Those were probably my favorite, absolute favorite toys growing up. Just They were cool. They were fun. You built them. Cool. You built them and you made them yourself. And it was just cool to look at, yeah. you know, just the design of them and the and the meaning behind in the story. But anyway, that goes into that uh, whole you bringing know, like, their toys around sort of thing. I like how we're talking about this. Like this is the end of Toy Story, but pff, there's a four. There's a Toy Story <sighs> four, and it's uh, I'm in bitter the, because this was such a perfect ending. The f- the thing is, this one. <laughs> It has such a powerful nostalgic link and to our lives. And it finishes the story. And it finishes the arc. It, it literally finishes the arc of these toys. They're getting passed on to the next generation, to Bonnie, who is going to take good care of these toys and love them and We don't need to years. know what happens after. We, we don't need to know what happens cycle. after. If you want, make a TV show or a TV series or yeah, a Disney series of Plus. shorts. They did do some sh- uh, shorts of uh, what happens at Bonnie's. But after, Let us if have you want to, don't, okay, I don't want to get too much into this because we're getting really into the, because this is stuff we can talk in the next episode. Yeah, but I want to say something. This completes the arc. That's yes. it. Perfect trilogy, perfect ending, bittersweet, touching, keep it that way. You don't need to, you know. You know, in a way, this was Pixar's, um. Yeah. Like, it's Swan their flagship song. thing. It, because... Even as far as, like, it's the one that started it all. And Pixar didn't end, but it it's showed... It's their first major feature film. Yes, and it, it's like it's their baby. And it shows the progression of storytelling and also, like, their animation through the through the years. Like, their each growth. one is yeah. better. We, they grow as Andy grows and as, as we grow. As we grow. And, and, it's just, and I want to say something, yeah. and I it's a Toy Story 4, Absolutely. But, so maybe you can throw this in there, but I, I don't want to forget to say it. What I wish, and I would have forgiven anything that Toy Story 4 did if this is how it ended up. You see, like at the end, uh, Woody is, Woody and Buzz are just one of them. Woody, we'll say just Woody, is like in that, like the antique shop. Let's say, and you see Andy come in, and he has a, like a a daughter, and then he's like, he gets Woody, and he's like, oh my, and then it it's full circle, and the and that's how the movie ends. Just and, and his daughter buys Gabby, Gabby. No, just Woody. Just Woody. Andy gets Woody. And he, they might even have an exchange with like the, the, the owner and how much for, for Woody here. And she's like, oh, I didn't even know that was in here. <laughs> My granddaughter must've snuck it in. It's yours. And that would be a double meaning. Like it's his. Oh man. But like you just take it. Oh, and that's, that's a miss. That would have forgiven everything oh, if man. they'd have done it that way. Okay. But, or, or wait, wait, wait. Or if like, Okay. <laughs> because you have to have the Bo Peep storyline. You want to keep them together. The little girl could be like, well, what about the blah, blah, blah. There you go. And then he's like, there you go. Bo Peep. There you go. Um, we'll take this too. And, the, and then the, the, the shop owner could have been like, oh, well, you, 
There, you can't separate. Yeah, take them both. They're they're yours. All right, but what about the 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 broken uh, pull string? Because they give it to Gabby. I don't know. Maybe and he fixes he's like, that well, dang too. it, Bonnie! I told you to take care of him, and now know. he's broken. I don't know. No, I just wish it that was meant Andy. to be a little funny, but it's. I like. <laughs> no, uh, what was I gonna say? What were you saying? It's yours. Like it is mine. Like that way. Because that could have been like a little, like meaning you. Yeah. It, it, I didn't even know that was here. I like that. I don't know how it got in the shop. You don't have to pay for it. Like it's yours. Meaning really like you that. shouldn't have to pay for your own toy because it was his. In talking about whatever Toy Story Four leading into it, we can cut this in somehow. Whatever. Yeah, move, uh, what I just did, you should put that in at the end of Toy Story Four for sure. But yeah, leading into it, we have uh, some feelings, but yes. Uh, I'll get into it there. I'll save it. I'll save it. A little it. teaser. I just, yeah. I think it's. I mean, I enjoyed it because it's Toy Story, but just there, half the the main not half, but a few of the main cast members. It's had like the bowl of ice cream that you had after you enjoyed anything. the Sunday. Yeah, like they didn't have anything to do for the supporting characters, and they just wanted. Closure that we didn't need for both. Imagine Pete. it. Nobody cared. Like Bo imagine wasn't even a, that big of a story. A three line. scoop ice cream sundae. Each scoop is Toy Story one, two, and three, and then they add a fourth one and you're in a full. separate bowl. And you're you don't full. Need you it. already enjoyed it. It's it's delicious. It's perfect. It hit the spot. And then the fourth one's just like, I'm a little full. I don't think I want this. It's a victory. That's kind lap, of what it kinda. is. Yeah. Um, not uh, as far as a quality goes, but it's kind of like their Eminem's rap god. He was already the best rapper of all time. He didn't need to make rap god, but he did. <laughs> and he showed off all the tricks and stuff that he could do. Although that yeah. actually was really good. But Toy Story 4 was a movie. It's a, little... it's a movie. <laughs> it's a movie. It's got some it's new characters. We're going to meet... And uh, we get we got some all, so some callbacks off. too. We get some callbacks. A yeah. pretty funny one. Well, uh, oh, I'll say one thing. Okay, one thing. Carl Weathers. Yeah, in who combat. is he in this movie? In combat. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Well, that's but, today. Uh, but that's today. Randy Newman. Uh, we didn't get our office. Randy Newman with a cut off his new album. Is there any? Play us out. Is there? <laughs> Let me think on it. Any office jokes? <clears throat> well, there was this one part where Big Baby got Kevin going. Mommy, <laughs> nah, this doesn't fit. Um, oh, when they were, <laughs> there isn't one. <laughs> Let's just end it at that then. All right. Well, Spencer. Well, Christian. We've enjoyed it, and we can't wait. We gotta finish our show, don't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we gotta send all right. the listeners off like they did all with the right. toys. That's right. Thank you all for tuning in for another episode of Sequel Men the Podcast. This has been the Toy Story 3 edition. Closing out the trilogy here and moving on to the to the fourth installment in our next episode, which you'll be able to hear along with this one on Podbean through the website or their app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Uh, and Sp- uh, Spotify, I just said that. Dang. But, uh, yeah, no more YouTube, as I said in the last episode. Um, 
because it takes it's quite a time-consuming process to do that and and we don't have video, we don't it's, have just video. it's just an image so if anyone wants it like I said uh, to feel free to message us say we want YouTube bam bam <laughs> we want YouTube 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 but and maybe uh, eventually we'll we'll maybe we'll put it back up there but of it, us it, actually talking yes that too and maybe it, even with the the thumbnail image just it'll take a longer to get that uploaded yeah. yep, yep, yep. but that's uh, that's that's that for that shout out. Uh, on to you, Spencer. Take it away. On any of those platforms that you can give us a five star rating or review, please do that. Even if you don't want to take the time to write a review, do it anyway, or just leave the stars and come back to it later. I'd like to and give a please shout tell out. Tell people to listen to yes. us. Oh, and something we we gotta we we gotta keep on doing every show. Uh, thanks to Joel Powell, yes, the voice. Absolutely. Again, he's our he's, voice talent. Our uh, saving throw, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> he, he he plays us in. He plays us and, in. And uh, we're we're very very grateful for him. He's the Bill O'Reilly of the show. And he is looking for some voice work. Yes, so if you need absolutely. a voice, if you need, a, he's out. a good actor too. Yeah, he is. He's done a few things. I worked with him. Yeah, I directed yeah, him, in a, him in, in a short. Yeah, yeah. great actor. So look him up, Joel Powie, P-A-A-U-Owie. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. do that every time. <laughs> I know. Anyway, it's a joke. maybe we'll include the link to his Facebook profile at some point. Yeah, maybe. But um, shout out to Ben, my friend Ben. He left us a five-star review. The, the one we threatened to cut his headphones <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, he thanks, sent ben. me a text and he's like, "There's your five-star review. Please don't cut. Yeah, now you don't <laughs> need to cut my headphones off." Thank you, Ben. <laughs> Appreciate that. Thank oh. you very much, Ben. Th- we're glad you're enjoying the show, and we'd like you to drop us some more uh, messages. Do more. Or do we're more. never satisfied. Yeah. <laughs> and no. you can thank you, Ben. Thank you. You can reach out to us through absolutely email. You can email the show directly. SequelMen19 at gmail.com. And just as a reminder to Christian and I, in the wrap-up, we actually got an email from a friend of ours, a fan, and uh, <clears throat> asking a very important question that we're going to touch on. I'll read the email, and um, we'll we'll touch on that in yep. the wrap-up. But it's it's it blew my mind we're when he asked this question. We're two episodes away from that. Yep. yep. And it blew my mind when he asked this question. i got to think of an answer. I don't even have one. But it's... It's going to be a topic, a really good topic of discussion. Yes. So I'll read that Stay tuned, in a folks. couple episodes. You can also find us on Instagram at SequelMen, the podcast, and Twitter at SequelMen19, or find us on Facebook. We post stuff there. Eventually, once we start building up more of a following, we're going to, we'll start interacting more and maybe getting like a little chat thread going. Yeah, yeah. But do if the you thing. post on our wall, right. it's a positive message. Uh, Maybe we'll hold some polls, there. some fun polls. Yeah, I'll read them. I'll read a review. If you review us on anything, I'll read a review, a recommendation. I'll, I'll shout you out. We'll shout Actually, you out. Actually, let's do a poll for each so- each series. Uh, which was your favorite film out of the series? Ooh, and then we, we can have the, the poll and we can read the results on the wrap-up. Let's start doing that. Alrighty. 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 Well, that's uh, that's all I got. That's it. Find us there. Message us. Do whatever. Set up. Reach biggest out. thing you can do is tell people. Tell your friends, us, tell though. your wife, tell your kids, tell your wife. Yes. And d- never forget, smoke weed every day. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, Spencer, that's, uh, we can't wait until the next one. That's right, Christian, because here at Sequel Men, the podcast, all films are created sequel. Take care, God bless, all that good stuff. Hug and kiss and love a loved one.
plant seeds every day.